to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. If you're having problems getting into the chat room, uh, as I've gotten some messages from some of you, Please keep just refreshing the page and poking it with a stick. It will let you in eventually. I am so glad it's Thursday. It's been a crazy week, I'll tell you. Yeah, I went back up. I was back up on Bohemia Mountain over the weekend. And as I was heading down, every, more, or every year we go up on the gold claim and we set up a camp, a base camp. And then uh, we go up there throughout the year whenever we have time and work on the river. And uh, so I was up there this last weekend, and I was coming down off the mountain and stopped at Lynn's house, who is almost half the claim, and she told me they were closing the roads down because of the forest fires, and it was like, oh, no. (laughs) So both of us, we grabbed a guy with a truck that could pull a trailer down, and all of us ran back up on the mountain, and talk about bugging out, just ripped down the entire camp, got everything out of there that we could, that could get destroyed by a fire. I think we left one metal table up there, and that's it. Oh, and my really neat things, I love doing bushcraft, you know, where, like, you make stuff out of trees and things and do weird stuff, and I've got, like, this cool shelter thing I made for the wood pile and this beautiful, huge piece of furniture thing that's to stack water, to, to prop up walking sticks, and I'm going to be so sad if all that burns down. I'll have to, I'll post a picture of uh, that on my page later so you can see them. But, so it's been a real hectic week. So being able to sit down and just chill and relax with you guys, I'm telling you, is a blessing. If you want to call in tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. We'll be getting callers to the callers in just a bit. But before then, we have some things over. I want to announce that our Poetry for Prizes Poems of Place contest winner is, ready? That's my fake drum roll, Annie Tillery. So congratulations, Miss Annie. We will be getting a, your prize out to you shortly. We'll be starting another contest here fairly soon. We may do something for Halloween. I think I, that that would be a, I think that would be fun. So keep an ear out for that. I want to take a moment before we get started, as it is very important, and thank our 2023 sponsors. Those of you who stepped up to the plate. Things everywhere. Those of you who stepped up to the plate and helped cover a portion of our 2023 broadcasting license. We've been on the air going on over 16 years. It'll be our 17-year anniversary here the end of October. Very excited about that. Unbelievable. Uh, But those of you, we, we we couldn't do that without without you guys anymore Uh, we couldn't be here because i can't do the uh you know back when i first got started this was affordable to do but it's more than i can do on my own now so you know it really is thanks to these people that we are still here and if you get a chance you know seriously 
you know, if you get a chance, not all of us can, you know, donate and do stuff like that. And and uh, some of us were able to do more than others, but every little bit helped. And, you know, one of the things we can do is make sure we let those people know we appreciate them. You know, just drop them a, a line and say, hey, I know you're a speakeasy sponsor. I appreciate you. Let them know that, you know, that, that we see them. We know. We understand. We thank them because uh, it is because of them we're here. So anyway, dun, 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 2023 sponsors are Annabella Ashire, Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Mist, Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, Kristen Riley, Chris Jopek, Chris's Jopek's uh, dog, T.S. Elliott, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Shevstick, Michael Emerald, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, Pineapple 16, Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, Robert and May Ryan, Terry Galloway, and Timothy Melton. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. I also want to thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, Philip Kent Church, John Kays, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence, and Deep Enough. Thank you guys so much. We're here because of you. All right, now. Have your pens and papers out, get your quills, your ink pots, whatever it is you're going to be writing on, and be at the ready because we are going to be doing our inspiration from the Inkwell mini workshop. As I go through this tonight, don't panic if you don't get everything written down or you miss something or I get you lost somewhere along the way. After the show is over, it goes into our archives where you can come back and listen to the podcast, start and stop it at your leisure, and write down anything you need, as well as remembering that we have a bazillion years worth of archives in our, or podcasts in our archives. So if you're ever sitting there one night and you're thinking, hmm, I don't know what to write about, I don't know what to do, oh yeah, jump on. Grab any episode, listen to the first 15 minutes, you'll have some prompts and other stuff going on, and you'll be off and running. So a great resource tool for you guys to utilize. All right, let's just jump right into this, and I'm going to give you your poetry prompts. Now remember that poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They're meant to grow into poems. With that said, the prompt can be the title of your poem, it can be a line in your poem, or it can be the general concept of your poem, such as the prompt war. You don't have to use the word war for us to understand your poem is about war, okay? Beyond those guidelines, whatever you do with them is up to you, so here you go. Ready? Make sure I have them all. Now, normally, I... I've make, been making these up for years and years and years, and my brain got kind of dead, and I was running really late one day, and it was like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to come up with all these prompts? And so I threw something up on my page, and I said, guys, I need prompts. And it was so much fun. You guys just really stepped to the plate and <laughs> gave me some amazing prompts. So we've been doing that for a while. And so I want to thank you all, those who added to the prompt pile this week and helped come up with these for us. 
So number one, number one, <laughs> never forget. Or for no, that's not it. That is absolutely not it. Let's rewind. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Number one, forever, never. Forever, never. Two, tend my pain away. Pretend my pain away. Number three, bleeding flames. Bleeding flames. Number four, when the ink runs dry. When the ink runs dry. Number five, duty of a citizen. Duty of a citizen. Number six, ravaged illusion. Ravaged illusion. I really like that one. Number seven, when love fails. When love fails, to wish you could. You're going to wish you could. Number nine, child of the last mage. Child of the last mage. Number ten, crow in the tornado. Crow in the tornado. Number eleven, love's pet peeve. Love's pet peeve. Number thirteen, lonely. The dark lonely. Number fourteen, Lost Children of Temple Hollow. Lost Children of Temple Hollow. And number 15. Where'd it go? My computer's behaving badly. Number 15. Poetry does a body good. Poetry does a body good. And your bonus one. Every day, the universe gives me something to write about. Every day, the universe gives me something to write about. And my contribution for the week, number 17, yes, 17, taking over the asylum. Taking over the asylum. Now, remember, you can write one poem to each of the prompts. You can mix uh, mix and match the prompts. However you want, use 7, 12, 11, go up and grab one, throw all those into a poem. Or you can get real froggy, which would be interesting with some of the prompts we have in here this week. You can get real froggy and use all of the prompts in one poem. All right? Now, we are going to go over your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. You should be doing this every single time you sit down to write to anything that inspires you. Anytime you sit down to write, you should do this little exercise. All right. What it does is it helps you get away from the basic things your brain automatically pulls up in imagery when you have something inspires you or you think about something. I'm going to sit down and write a poem about summer. As soon as you think that, your brain starts pulling up all kinds of images and it starts flooding you with things. It's kind of like muscle memory, all right? Whatever's programmed in there the most, that's what you're going to see. October, you see pumpkins, blah, blah, blah. So you want to get past the basic, past the commonplace, past the ordinary, and find the poems that nobody else is writing, that nobody else could write but you. So explore beyond the things you normally would think of when you write a poem. So to do that, to show you how to do that, what I'm going to have you do is, and I'm actually going to scroll down to this other one. 
Usually I start with the first one, but I like the one, Poetry Does a Body Good. Okay? What I want you to do is write your prompt at the top of the page. And then before you write to that, I want you to sit down and think of at least six different poems you could write to that one prompt. So take Poetry Does a Body Good. How many different poems could you create to that one prompt? So write down six different ideas of poems you could write. Then go on to the next one, the next one, the next one, until you're all the way down to number 17 this week. And you have at least six different poems you could write to each of the 17 prompts. I promise you, you will not get through this without something grabbing a hold of you and running away with you and you're going to sit back and you're going to say, wow, this thing be something that surprises you. Nobody wants to write the typical, nobody wants to be basic. Write the things only you can write. That's going to take some training. It's going to take some work. It only takes 21 days for something to become a habit. If you do something like this for the next 21 days, you're automatically going to train your brain to think that way. So when you sit down to write something, instead of your brain pulling up all the things that are commonplace, it's going to start flipping around like a kaleidoscope. And you won't have to sit down and think about it as hard anymore because your brain will already know to do that. So a little bit of, little bit of nugget information for you there. Next, we're going to do your poetry assignment. And this one is going to be super easy because it's a continuation of last week's. Remember I talked about poetry exercises. An exercise is working out. An exercise is doing something. It's it's pushing yourself, being uncomfortable, doing things you normally wouldn't do. And that doesn't always involve writing. Being a writer doesn't mean only writing. You have to do things. You have to engage in activities that promote writing, I guess, what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to say. Somebody help me. (laughs) So anyway, last week I talked about inspiring people. One of my favorite things to do on the show is when I give out the prompts and stuff and somebody comes back and they've written to something or they hear a poet read and they come back the following week and say, you know, I heard Soldier Blue read that and it prompted me to write this. That's incredible to me to see that interchange of inspiration and see things created that would not exist had not someone lifted a finger, threw something out into the universe read something that touched somebody, those things would not exist without sharing that kind of inspiration. And so one of our poets, Pineapple 16, during the summer he drives his ice cream truck. And so he isn't here during the summer. We call these the lonely months for pineapple. We call these the lonely pineapple months, the pineapple lonely months, something like that. We never called it that. That's a lie. But we're going to start, so it's not a lie did it a moment ago, so therefore it's a thing. Okay, so anyway, this is our Pineapple 16 Lonely Months while he's out there with ice cream. So one of the things that he does that I think is really, really cool is 
while he's out driving around and doing all this stuff, anytime he sees a vanity plate, a personalized license plate, he takes a picture of it. And he has thousands of them. And then he uses them and writes poetry. He's got some on YouTube that are the videos of the license plates, a slideshow of the license plates, and every single poem, word for word. Nothing added, nothing changed, nothing taken away. The entire poem is nothing but things he's found on license plates, and it's incredible. <laughs> it's amazing what he has done with those. And so since he's not here, a nice way to remind him that we're thinking about him is to take any time we see a light, maybe we have one ourselves, or if you're walking through the grocery, take out your phone. It takes two seconds. Take out your phone, snap a picture of it, and send it over to Pineapple16. His name's Kevin. I'm going to put his link up on my page. It's K-E-V-I-N-T-D, then the middle initial T, and the last name is S-E-I-B-E-R-T, Siebert, Kevin Siebert on Facebook. Pop it over on his page and say, hey, saw this license plate, thinking about you. It might sound like a really stupid, silly thing, and why bother? But think how much that would mean to him, that, that little bit. And then he can use it in one of his palms. But this week, the exercise doesn't, or doesn't stop there. I want you to do three things this week that will inspire somebody. Like I just, I was thinking about prompts today and I thought of a really cool prompt that's perfect for Robbie Baby. And so I shot him over a message and said, this is your prompt for the week and gave him the prompt. You know, maybe it can be simple, as simple as that. Maybe it's someone that you know is a poet, but you don't talk to him all that often. Or someone you know that isn't writing a whole bunch. Or whatever it is, think of three, I mean, think of three prompts and send them to somebody and say, thought of you, here's a prompt for you. Have fun, bye. Three things this week. I want you to do three things where you reach out to somebody online that would not expect it out of the blue and do something to help inspire them. Maybe it's sending them a link to a video of a spoken word poem you found that's super cool or whatever, whatever it is. Karma. You get what you put out in the universe, right? Okay, so... I am going to be posting Kevin's link on my page so you can send over or you can find him on Facebook and send him a friend's request so you can get him a license plate. I already posted mine. I was a good girl. (laughs) Um, I'm always watching for him, too, for him. So get this on there. Reach out and inspire three people this week and see what comes of it. You'll be surprised. And it's really cool, too cool when you find when you see what somebody has written to something that you you put out there for them okay so the next thing we are going to do is remember that as food for our creative souls as i kind of touched on a little bit earlier you have to do things you have to have experiences you have to have input in order to have output What kind of poetry could you write if you lived your entire life in a white room and never knew anything but that? What kind of poetry could you write? You couldn't because you have nothing in your brain. You have nothing to write about. You wouldn't even be able to imagine if you 
spent your entire life in a white room, you couldn't even imagine what a tree is. There's no way. So you have to have experiences in order to continue and grow as a writer. And as a writer, if you are not reading more than you are writing, you're doing it backwards. When I was younger, I used to never want to read. When I'm really young. I'm like talking grade school, high school. I was like, I can't read someone else's poetry. If I read someone else's poetry, it's going to influence mine. And then it's not going to be my amazing work. I mean, that's how silly is that? You know, oh, heavens forbid I might read Poe and learn something, right? You have to have input in order to have output. The more you read, yes, you will be inspired by people. You will learn. You will learn things, word phrases, patterns. It's amazing. Read, 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 read. I can't say it any more than that. You are what you eat. Feed your brains. As our writer's discipline, every day I want you to go out and write a haiku poem. And I'd be really curious how many of you are actually doing this. You know, I think that I may have to do a tour next year and just start coming around and like being, being like stalker poetry mom and watching to see if you guys are writing your haiku poems. You better start because you never know where I'll be. I could be right there behind that cup of Starbucks and have my eye on you. Anyway, every day write a haiku poem. I normally do the American haiku form, which is three lines of five, seven, five on the syllable count for those three lines, but there's lots of different kinds of haikus, so maybe you can go find one that is more interesting to you or whatever. I don't care. Just get it written down. Every day for me on that, that format, I want you to go out and find your 17 syllables every single day. Go out in the world and between point A and point B, all the shit you do for other people, Take 17 syllables of your day back. Look around you. There's things that are inspiring, that are calling out to you. I mean, you're literally tripping over poems all day long, but you don't notice. So I'm asking you to at least notice 17 syllables and write it down when you see it. Carry a paper with you and a pen. I know, how old-fashioned, right? But do it. A little tiny notebook in your pocket. It's not enough syllables when you jot it down. You can go back and fix it later. It doesn't matter. Just do it every single day. If there's nothing else I ever teach you or nothing else that we ever share with each other that will improve you as a writer, this, this is like the most important thing you can do. Out of all the things I give you, if you do nothing else but this one thing, this one thing, you'll be incredible all the different ways it's going to affect you and your craft and you as a writer. All right, closing this out, I'm going to run through the poetry prompts for this week again very quickly. Uh, remember the poems, uh, the prompts can be the title of your poem, a line in your poem, or the general concept of your poem. Number one, forever and ever. Two, pretend my pain away. Three, bleeding flames. Four, when the ink runs dry. Five, duty of a citizen. Six, Ravaged illusion. Seven, when love fails. Eight, you're going to wish you could. Number nine, child of the last mage. Ten, crow in the tornado. Eleven, love's pet peeve. Thirteen, the dark lonely. Fourteen, lost children of Temple Hollow. Fifteen, poetry does a body good. Sixteen, every day the universe gives me something to write about. And number 17, taking over 
the asylum. I'd love to do that as a collab with Jimmy Ray. <laughs> Taking over the asylum, crazy person. Or I could be the doctor and he could be the crazy person. That'd be a fun poem to write. Anyway, okay, so that's it for this week's edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. Remember, if you missed anything, you can come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the podcast. Now, the next thing we're going to do is I'm going to play an audio recording. We start and end every episode with a track by one of you, our poets. If you'd like to have me play your track on the air, you can send those in to me on Facebook, and I can pull them off of that, send them to me on Messenger, or you can send, email me the link to the podcast or download it onto an attachment and send it to me on my email, which is the the word the, T-H-E, the speakeasy cafe at gmail.com. And make sure you put MP3 files sub, uh, in the subject line, something along those lines, and we'll get them uploaded to the show's library and play them for the world. The piece that I'm going to start the show out with tonight is, okay, we're doing great, all right, is from Miss Epiphany Castro, and it's called The Eclipse from her Soul Flower album. Here you go. This is, this is our, our eclipse. Eternity is a very long forever, but I will wait even as each second apart splits me as 1,000 razor-like swords impale my heart. I can wait, my love, for the despair is only a momentary distraction. A mere fraction of what is to come. For when we lay the deepness of you envelops me with such incredible intensity. It is what it is meant to be. Self-teridity all ablaze with the inescapable hunger for one another. to join yours in our personal nirvana, gazing upon me with half-moon, half-lies, half-truth. But go ahead, go ahead and lie to me, I beg of you, because your body is full of honesty anyway, even when you try to deny what is laid upon your precious feet. dead giveaway that resides in the burrows of your inside surfacing only when the moon is wide and incandescent and my sun descends it is what we know it is our eclipse we meet and dance and lovers dance and trance with the knowledge of each other's every curve of one another's body sweetness on command Interlocking hands, moist lifelines intertwine and clasp, reading our destiny through our palms. Pressed upon one another, our future is certain and uncertain at the same time. I see my reflection in your eyes. I am your angel, eternally watching over you, bringing you into light and this thing. Doubt and insecurity, so I sleep on a clean conscience of a 
every night. It is pure and simple. Chismet. We uplift one another, feeding our souls to have, making us whole. Given by the mercy of the great universe, she wouldn't dare tear us from one another. Not now, not yet, not ever. I anxiously welcome your kisses, the one that never touched my lips. For I know each night our eclipse is inevitable. Hugo once said that the clouds are the only birds that never sleep. I disagree, my dear celestial twin. We too never sleep, for we are filled with constant thoughts of one another, filled with the luster of the shining invisible. Carnality that seeps into my solar-filled days and your lunar-soaked nights. Yet, that is not all, see, for I belong to you, and you belong to me. And when you proclaimed it was official and tattooed your name on my heart, I was gone. If you never uttered another word, I would still be so satisfied. This is our story, the story of us. Let the pages turn as the wind carries us to our next chapter. And we'll go from there. That was Miss Epiphany Castro with The Eclipse, and absolutely love that piece. Miss her. She's another one. Probably would really appreciate a hello. Epiphany Castro on Facebook, one of our amazing poets. She's been here forever. Knew her before the speakeasy ever ever existed. It's a lot of years, back from MySpace days. All right, guys. So, comes next. Oh, wait, wait. Wait for it. I know what it is. I know what it is. It's you guys, the poets. (laughs) Remember, the number to call in if you'd like to call in and read tonight is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and read. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect Where did Mama go? Mama was on hold. She's gone. I'll keep her place in line. Uh, This is what you can expect. We take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 702. Congratulations, Jimmy. You are our first caller this evening. When I bring you on, please, even if I say your name, please make sure that you introduce yourself. Uh, You always want to make sure that your name is attached to your work. And you want to make sure that people know who is reading. It is really hard when I'm trying to listen to you guys read and I, all of a sudden my, my board just goes ping, 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 ping. Who is this reading? Who is this? Who is this? And it's like squirrels. You don't want me to see squirrels when I'm trying to listen to you. So make sure that you tell everyone who you are. 
You can read two poems right now if the show gets too busy, the lines get too full, and I need to cut you back to just one. I will let you know when that time happens, but right now you're good at reading two. When you're done reading, make sure you give your URL. It's real important that people know how to come find you. It's real important that, especially in this day and age, that you build up your writer's network. And we'll be going over that during one of my publishing workshops that we do. So, yeah, make sure you give out your URL. Inspire, be inspired. Can't do that if they ain't there. Remember that we have a mature rating. That means you're bound to hear just about anything. I never know what you guys are going to read when you come onto the show. With the exception of hardcore erotica, no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B, no adult porn poems. Other than that, you guys are good to go. You know where that line is. You're great about not crossing it. Appreciate that. So we can keep our rating. And I'm going to go ahead and give the first three callers. I see you back on the line, Mama. I have you written down. You have not lost your place in line. You don't have your hand up, though, so press one. There you go. I got you. All right. So our first three callers tonight are 702, 731, and 832. 702, 731, 832. Those are our first three callers. So let's go ahead and grab Mr. Jimmy Ray Davis. Dun, dun, dun. Hey. Hello. Hello. Jimmy Ray Davis, New Bacinist. How are you? I am doing wonderful, sir. And you? I am absolutely doing stupendously because I got in. First caller, it's the Speakeasy Cafe. It's, it's my favorite show. Being son. I can't believe I just like, I feel like I won a prize. Really? I know, right? Right? Legitimately, num- <laughs> regi- legitimately number one first caller. I'm so proud of you. You've done it before, but it's always nice when it happens, isn't it? Oh, either way, it's all good, no matter what color. So, <laughs> Nyla, I brought you uh, – oh, before I forget, uh, the quick announcement, because I remember at the end, um, I will be doing my second annual um, Word Machinist Halloween Spooktacular coming up October 1st to run through the entire month of October, a spooky, scary, creepy poem or story every day for the month of October. And, of course, I will bring some of those right here to the speakeasy. Of course you will, because I would cry if you didn't. I mean, this is exciting news. I, mean. <laughs> I am very excited about it. <laughs> well, maybe not. I love, love your spookies. Um, so I didn't really have, I haven't, I've been a little slacking on the writing lately. Uh, not any cause for concern. I just kind of haven't had any new ones to bring you. So, Went into the vaults, the MySpace vaults of my work from that era, and found these two poems from 2006, way back then, Nyla. So this first one, uh, I did change the title. You know, that was occurring to me as I was bringing these up. That's the beauty of it. You know, you go, you go back to your old work. You created the damn things. Change the title. Spread some words around. Maybe add a verse, take a verse out. Whatever feels right, right? Mm-hmm. I'm always editing my stuff. And it's a good thing. There's nothing bad about that. I mean, uh, at least I don't think so. So this was originally called Unlamented, and I changed the title. And it is now called Maggie. Maggie works over at the all-night diner, slinging slop and pouring mud. She's a nervous, waifish little thing, but to me, she's everything that's good. 
Maggie's an orphan and a lonely soul, but no lonelier than me. When she serves me my grits and eggs, she smiles sweet and tenderly. I've watched her from this very tavern when happy hour becomes a frown. Seen her sweep the floor a hundred times, close the lights, and walk downtown. Barkeep, what I'm trying to say to you is that I love her so. And after I swill this rot-gut brandy, I'm going to tell her that I know. Her life has been like a jigsaw puzzle. You buy it a drive-in swap meet. Sure, it only costs a measly dime, but it's never quite complete. I'm going to walk over to her. It's only a short trip and hold her face in my hands and kiss her lonesome lips. Kneel down on that greasy floor. Take her hand in mine. Tell her I'll treat her like a queen until the end of time. Well, here I go. Wish me luck. So long, my inebriated friends. With her at my side, I'll drink no more. I won't touch the stuff again. Now all that stands between us is this empty avenue. I'll dance in the middle of the road to show my love is true. Oh, oh my God. I didn't see that truck. Now I'm laying in the street. As my life blood slowly slips away, I can no longer feel my feet. Here, my friend, take this ring from my front shirt pocket. Bring it to her, if you will. And please, my friend, don't drop it. Tell her that I'll watch over her from in the skies above her. And, and please don't forget, my friend, to tell her that that I love her. Creep just got hit by a truck. Who Who was it? You know, that creepy guy that used to come in here. You mean that stalker? Yes. Oh, well, one less nut job, I guess. Maggie, he wanted you to have this ring. I don't want it. Leave it for the police. I think, I think he loved you, Maggie. Yeah, don't they all? And boom. Wow. Maggie, you're a bitch. That's a little bit of a roller coaster for you there, huh? Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. What can we say about Maggie? Well, I got to keep you guessing. I pulled that one up. It was, um, you know, it's just, it, it's. I like it because it's, um, it's, it, it's where you can take the words where you can have a, an idea going and you have the reader or listener in this case think, okay, okay, this guy's going to profess his love and then, bam, he gets hit by the truck and you're like, oh, no, he's going he's gonna to die, he's going to live and then he dies and then Maggie's a bitch. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's poetry, man. Take it any way you need to take it. Now, I had, um, oh, why did this do that? Okay. I had, at one of the days you were gone, when you were um, hunting down foxes or rocks or whatever it was, um, I read one of the <laughs> rapid fire, you know, rapid fire internal rhymes. And Christopher, you know, we we were at a great time. You, Christopher, did a great job. Another shout out for him for stepping in and and really, uh, he really makes a concerted effort to get into the poems and then really, uh, you know, talk about the meat of the work for everybody that calls in. But he was asking me about. I, it was funny because he asked me the question. I got through it really good. I told him I might stumble on this, and I didn't. I, 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 you know, I lucked out. And he said, wow, how many times did you practice that? And I said, um, this is the first time I read it in like 15 years. <laughs> so um, it's, 
practicing is probably going to make it worse for me anyway. Okay, no practicing. Okay. So this one is for you because you have told me before you like the style. You like when I rip them out, machine gun style. This one is called Rusty Saw Blades. Rusty saw blades made your fate and killed you, spilled the blood that filled you, just a dream, a lie. And before you lay down to die, you'll have grown alone, sown like a seed sparse amongst the weeds of hate. But wait, you've grown bolder and older, Budweiser, I'll drink to that. As the jazzy scat whispers like smoke, the toke of hope from a busted radio, fat and euphoric, you'd adore it before you deplore it. Black wings sprout, things crawl about, trout, the size of whales impaled on the sliver of moon before noon. Ask not where they come through, hole in your shoe if you knew true blue that you were here, but where is here? And what is that dark stain on the ceiling? Mirrors my feelings and the lights are all off. Where are the hosts? Time for night walk, time for the ghosts. Rusty saw blades, horror movie matinee, midnight rider, the knife deep insider, insidious plans, nefarious stanchions made of bone, ghost walk alone, prone to the kiss of the mist, and a dragon's eye blinks as you die as a hobby, each day on legs that are wobbly. In a theater lobby, you fill that tub of corn and the porn of the torn screen, screen queen, Halloween bashed, unabashed, you smile fast under cover of darkness, the starkness of that stain, insane, spreading wider, inside that room, bleached walls, motel tomb, wildwood awaits, your gate uncertain. It's curtains for you and true, free of harm. But if so, don't go. No need to sign that deed. And you bought the farm and the lights are off. Where are the hosts? Time for night walk. Time for the ghosts. And Paul. I has heard the Wildwood made it in there. <laughs> right? <laughs> thought thought that would that slip by me, huh? Well, I'm pretty sure you'd catch it. <laughs> That was awesome, Jimmy. I'm very well, excited. I'm very excited about this time of year. I always get real, real excited about what you're going to be bringing and all the, the poems that you're going to write. I love that one. I love the pop, the part about the uh, the popcorn. Yeah. So that that was corn and the poem poem from the screen, the screen queen, bashed, unabashed. Yeah. I mean, it's hey, internal rhyming is fun, but I mean. It's there's still a meter. That's what I like about it. You know, there's still a meter, and you can go off that meter just like anything else if you're not careful. So yeah, those are a lot of fun. <laughs> well, that uh, I don't know. What do you think, Jimmy? You think we should? Uh, oh, I, we should I do this. Going to tell you. Did you uh, did you uh, check out that poem I sent you? Which one? The the one from my friend uh, in Scotland, Kieran P. Baird. Um, he he wrote a poem from uh, I told you about it from your uh, I sent it to you. Um, yeah. The one you really like, believe in yourself, a poem by Sasquatch. He did an amazing job with it. I mean, he really did. You did get to read it, right? I did, of course. Yeah, and I was talking with him earlier about it too. Yeah, it's incredible. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. And I would think that maybe if I asked you to nicely, do you think maybe you, you want me to call him and have him read it in? I mean, you want me to call him? No, and I, have I already, him call I him? already, I already asked him, and he said no, not yet. He's not ready to call in yet. 
But I would love well, let's do this because for me, it's really, really exciting when someone actually does their homework. And he had someone, and, and I love that prompt so much, and he did so amazing at it. So, if you could read it for him, I don't think he would be mad. I think it would be pretty cool. I would be honored. But it is a poem by Sasquatch, so. And it's, um, well, you know the prompt. Believe in yourself, a poem by Sasquatch. Gonna stay still for tourists. Don't care for these cryptid purists. Knock on wood, hell, I might knock back. Humans pie, I don't owe you jack. Yet that doesn't mean I don't exist. A footprint marks passage, Sasquatch hair upon trails. With the night sky, I talk. Bigfoot, myth creature, one with the deep forest still, waiting to be found. Believe in the self, good for the health. I believe in you. Please, have faith in me too. Can a non-existent bipedal write poetry? The answer is in the ink. And that's the end of Kieran's poem. Absolutely wonderful job he did with that. I know, right? I was so tickled. Oh, I can't even tell you. I was like dancing on my desk like Snoopy on his doghouse when, when I saw that. Did that poem or no? Not that I know of. Not that it's brought it in yet or showed me. Oh, that's too cool then. That makes it even more special. I know, right? It makes Absolutely. it makes it all all worthwhile. <laughs> well, it's it truly um, truly an honor for me to read that. the The man is incredible. He writes wonderful poetry, um, many times with a slant to to uh, nature. So this actually fit right in with that, and um, really really special for me to read that tonight. Kieran. Kieran P. Baird, you can find his page on Facebook. As for me, I am Jimmy Ray Davis, the Word Machinist. Instagram, TikTok, under Word Machinist. And on Facebook, my Facebook page is Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. Don't forget, the YouTube page is building. And next month, well, tomorrow, next month, month of October, full month, Halloween, spooktacular, scary poems all month long. Nyla, thank you so much. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Jimmy. Thank you for reading that. You did a fantastic job. I know he'll be happy with it. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I will get your your prompt sent over to you. But I think that we should, I think we should write the asylum poem together. The more I think about it, I think that could be like really cool. Yeah. I'll talk to you about it later though. Okay. All right. Thank you, Jimmy. You got it. Take care. (laughs) Bye, honey. Bye. All right. Our next caller is from area code 731, Tennessee. Are you with me? I'm doing fine. Just give me a second to make a little note here. You and Jimmy just gave me an idea for a poem. I hadn't written anything in like months. You know, just gave me an idea. Uh, Appreciate (laughs) that. That's really good. I'm going through a transition right now, and uh, I'm changing muses. I'm changing muses. I mean, hell, what else can you say? What bigger transition there can there be for a writer than that? 
You know, it's really funny because over the years since I've known you back from MySpace days, way before this ever show ever existed, I think, or I'd just started it, I don't remember, but you you probably out of more than anybody I know really go out and read other poets and you find people that inspire you and you do rifting and you sit there and you write with someone and you do have muses and you hold on to them for a while and then you'll find another one. So, you know, I, 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 you're allowed your transitions because you're incredible. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Let me tell you what you're trying to say. But first, before I do that, let me point out something. It's October, okay? Jimmy Ray, word machinist, he's out. He's spinning out of control right now. He's so wound up. He's excited. He's happy. God, I love it when he's happy. I do. But if you go back and you listen to the playback of when he was just on there, not when he was reading the poems, just when he was having conversation with you, the dude mm-hmm. speaking with an internal clock, the beat kicking, okay? It's almost like he's rapping. It's, it blows my mind how he does that. He doesn't even know he does it, okay? He's just, he's in the moment. That's what he is, in the moment. That's right. Oh, gosh, I used that the other day. Wait a minute. Oh, here's what. Listen to this. Nala, Alicia, by the way, you sound incredible tonight. You sound like you feel really awesome, like you're on top of your game. Do you have a date after the show? No. Why, 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 did, why did I say it like that? Of course I do. I'll meet oh. you at the Bullfrog Cafe or the Green Frog Cafe. Yeah. Listen, you know the place, Real Foot, that, that I wrote about with you and Lisa? I went there mm-hmm. for the first time a couple of weeks ago. I walked right out on the lake. I don't mean I walked on the water. I'll send you a picture of Real Foot. You'll, you'll be impressed. You, Nala, Alicia, say, if you're not reading... You're not writing. How do, how do you say that? What, what's your way of saying If you're that? not reading more than you're writing, you're doing it backwards. Okay. All right. Every once in a while, when I read something and I leave commentary, I'll save it. Just to remind myself, I was there. I was, I was there. You know, I participated in some minor way. That's uh, what I do. And this particular, I've got something right in front of me here, and this will count as one of my three points because I can't tell you the title. Acrisia pastiche, okay, P-A-S-T-I-C-H-E. I wrote this very brief passage concerning something she wrote. Our writer's analogy was brilliant in the moment, and somewhere along the path of reading, I find myself nodding, affirming, and allowing alarming the prospect that this narrator has walked these halls before me leaving an escape trail in the maze just in case a fog was to set in obscuring the view from above the panorama that clearly shows no matter how many ways in there is always one way out that was my comment I love it. You know, I think, tell me if I'm wrong, but aren't some of the best things you've ever written, did they start out as comments you were writing in response to something you'd read? Oh, there are countless times that I was willing to do a comment and said, uh, wait a minute, and I pulled that off and set it over something else, and I'd go back and say, good write. 
<laughs> Some I've of my favorite things my that life. I've written were <laughs> Some of my favorite things I've ever written were started out as comments. Responding to something like the Firefly poem, poem that I wrote for you. That was just a reply mm-hmm. to, I mean, it wasn't a poem. It still really isn't a poem, but it is kind of a poem. But that, that wasn't meant to sit down and write. I was just replying to something you'd emailed me. It's, it's really cool when you allow yourself to free write. That's another thing, you guys. Free writing is so important because things like that happen. Okay, go ahead. I got my plug in. Okay. All right. I've got a real poem here. I'll share it with you, and I'll be on my merry way. This is from 2015. It's on my dot com uh, poetry page, which I, which turned 10 years old in August, just passed. Mm-hmm. 10 years. Can you believe that? That's since my That's safe. That's crazy. My little home away from home. Uh, in 10 years, for what it's worth, I have 35 posts. And I have over 58,000 views. Somebody likes me. So, anyway. This was on there from 2015. I wrote this for my, my friend, Eliza Ann. She's my Facebook friend. I haven't seen her in a while. I miss her. I hope she's doing okay. This is called Eliza Ann's Coffee Calamity by Michael Todd. It was a chilling day in November. Along about dawn, Eliza Ann went to the cupboard, plans to make brew. A sad surprise to fell her. Her coffee maker was gone. Just a shell remained, dormant, nearly a drop to a crew. Not one to calmly stand idle and admit to a defeat, she opened up her laptop and went shopping online. Placed an immediate order, went to cart from her seat, glanced toward her kitchen counter, mourning her shrine. Springing to her feet, she searched for a tea kettle, filled with water placed on the ice, setting it to ten, placed grounds and filter in a colander, intent to settle. Soon crisis would be averted. She would not want that again. She recalled a porcelain percolator, the blue speckled kind, stored above in a random box somewhere beyond the ceiling. She dragged the ladder to the hallway, hoping there to find at the top shelf, opened the door, darkness was concealing. To her surprise, she was now face to face with an intruder. A mask-wearing bandit was staring her down with demon eyes. Losing her footing on the platform, dreading weight transfer, the raccoon lunges, Eliza dodges, and down to the floor she flies. Coming to on the floor, the raccoon queried, Are you okay? Her subtle nod gave way to her gaze. Almost had a heart attack. She said she was sorry she gave him scared. There she lay, sensing nothing was broken. Help me get up off my back. Making her way to the kitchen table, what we'll call her home base, nursing herself with a cold cup of java, the elixir of life, the raccoon, admiring surroundings, had never seen this place. Cringed at the sight of Eliza Ann holding a carving knife. She told him of her plight, said, I have no coffee, mister. 
the raccoon put two and two together, and out the door he ran. Elijah left to run some errands, unaware of this plot twister. She returned that afternoon to review the results of his plan. Her table held a dozen coffee makers, some worn, some shiny. The bandit's chest swelled with pride at her look of surprise. This is just the start, he boasted. No one outsteals Quinny. Raccooning is a thing I do well, no matter the style or size. Quinny paid a little heed to her scolding, such as tough love. He was more interested in her packages. So what's for lunch? He tilted the bag his way, showing carrots, giving them a shove. Thanking goodness for small favors for this well-played hunch. I don't often eat these. I'm dumpster diving. They're awful. Not that I do not appreciate your kind gesture. Really, I do. What really reached me to my knees is a syrupy frozen waffle. She said, dear luck, going to the freezer, one or two. Dropping them into the slot, she engaged her electric toaster. She saw no red glow or no kitchen smells permeating. She said, I don't believe my luck today. He calmly asked her, do you think your problem might be a circuit breaker failing? Turns out, Quiney was on to something. Circuit was back to flow. She burnt the first batch, more focused on her coffee broom. Not a problem. She had an entire box. You're good to go. She went online. He quizzed her as just what she was now doing. I'm going to see if I can cancel my order. No longer needed. To her surprise, a message appeared. She was a lucky customer. Her initial thought to kill the deal would now go unheeded as their one millionth customer. Choose what you prefer. A vacation cruise, a new living room suit, or perhaps a new car. Those were some of the options before spoils of winning. The furniture suited her. She had no real desire to go far. Quietly taking this in, amused, nothing like a raccoon grinning. Eliza Ann rushed into the next room, envisioning her new decor. Overwhelmed by all the good fortune that was coming her way, she inadvertently tripped over a rogue ladder lying on the floor. Hearing the haunting sound of a tea kettle, she drifted away. Outside her door, hearing a loud commotion, her postman, Jay, made a quick call for help. A hook and ladder nearby cruising. Within moments, the firemen were on the scene to save the day. Eliza Ann was revived, no bones broken, just some bruising. She knew her name, correctly gave her address, as well as the day. All I wanted was a cup of coffee. Things just went downhill. Jay ran down to the local bistro. Her coffee was now on its way. Best I could do, cream and sugar from Dave's Bar and Grill. They left her alone on her living room sofa. She was reclining. As the fog was lifting, she wondered, where's my raccoon? With her front door left ajar, a crow flew in and saw shining. Do I want this carving knife, or perhaps this silver spoon? Two days later, Jay arrived with a doorbell ring and left a parcel. By the time Eliza opened the door, Jay was running in the distance. For all that was a dream, this new coffee maker was all too real. Time to build the first cup. Her spoon was missing at a glance. I love it so much. I want a raccoon. (laughs) 
I can just I can just picture him going out and climbing through windows and stealing everybody's coffee pot in the neighborhood and people wandering around the neighborhood going, Wow, what's going on? Her she's asked him to close the curtains so no one sees them all in there. <laughs> that was incredible. I, you know, that, I gave a shout out to you. I gave a shout you talked about Poe earlier and I, I put you a crow in there to steal his food, so I love that. Do you think you can teach a crow to steal money? And pick no. pockets? You can. Um, all right. I'll be on I'll be on my best watch for crows now. <laughs> That's too funny. I absolutely love this. On those days when I haven't cool. had coffee that um I wish that little guy would come visit me, for sure. My son, my oldest child, Carter, when he was a little fella, his favorite stuffed animal was a raccoon, and he named it Quiney. So that was my shout-out to his childhood right there. I just um, I posted the link to that poem in the chat room for you. Oh, so he... You're very kind, Miss. It is at M Y K E T O D D dot blogspot dot com forward slash two oh one five two thousand fifteen forward slash again. If you want to go over and check out that poem and the rest of Mr. Michael Todd's works. Sweet. All right, it's time for me to step aside and make room for the real poets, y'all. Have a blast tonight. I know you were gonna again. say that. Thank you, Michael. Okay. All right. Between you and Jimmy, I'm just just wound up. (laughs) I think we all are. Is it time to go get those candy corn pumpkins now? I don't know, but I hope so. I just want to make, I want to make, I'm excited. I'm excited about making uh, roasted pumpkin seeds. That's my favorite thing about Halloween. Okay. Yum, yum. Go All right, Michael, I want to I see a picture of you in your Halloween costume, by the way. Uh, hey! Oh, no, well, you won't do it. Never mind. That's right. The next part I was going to say, I was, was going to give you a prompt and have you write a poem about the poets, all the poets on here trick-or-treating at the speakeasy coffee shop. That would be fun, oh, huh? no, no, no. I know, we, I know, done, I know. We've done, we the, we've done the New Year's thing. I would be rewriting something about you. <laughs> it was a thought. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye, Michael. All right, let's grab. I'm so blue without mm. you. Mr. Blue. <laughs> doo, 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 doo. <laughs> yeah, well, trust me, I wasn't feeling too much above the blues last week. And my car broke down on me and I had to fork out some heavy dollars I wasn't expecting to. Oh, nobody uh, likes forking yeah. out dollars. <laughs> yeah, but, but this amount for something so silly as a sensor really didn't do anything for me at all. So... Yeah, anyway, though, it's just, you know, nonsense. 
But it is what it is, and you got to be able to have your transportation in order and all that. So, yeah, I whatever. Know. I'd be just content to go back to horse and <laughs> horse horse and buggy days. <laughs> well, I'd be content not having to go anywhere at all. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I'd go nuts. I'd just wait for. <laughs> No, I just wait for someone to come by and then throw rocks at them, you know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Debbie Kelly and I are going to do that when we get older. We're going to get, like, this big old house and be like the mm. the, the crazy ants on, what is it, Practical Magic, mm. when we drink midnight margaritas and we're going to sit on the front porch oh, and throw water Lord. balloons at the paper boy. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah hey, that'll you know. be good. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've been, uh, well, I added on a few more books to my uh, reading list as far as, like, actually ordering ordering in some more books. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. One book I'm just kind of, I'm not even really going to talk about it much because it is, it, it is a very, uh, it's a slender book. Physically speaking, in terms of your know, pages and so forth, but it's it, it's going to weigh more than a ton in terms of what it's talking about. I don't like those books, but I know that I have to read them to be able to put them put those put those colors in somewhere. It doesn't make me feel any better about reading them now because it's not never uh, never an easy read. But uh, you know, it's kind of it's it's it's, 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 it's to me it's like that's that's part of I guess you could say that would be uh, me accepting the responsibility for my gift of being a writer and being able to see things the way that I do. And and like I said, and and it's you know with with my with my people, that's always been the case. You know, each gift has its own set of responsibilities, and you know you, you don't you don't just get the cake without having to do the work. So anyway, I just kind of been sitting there, kind of looking at that book. This uh, uh, this piece is. Um, uh, I mean, it's just uh, Crossroads, I guess, is a good enough name for it. And my name is Soldier Blue, by the way. And this is uh, this is my piece. Crossroads, laid bones, notes, a song, boats, brawn, brown, silvered, woven into the skinny, scowling hours of the night. Find the means you need to dance your demons down. Oh, yeah. The liars who try to lie down with you, whispering ten lies into your ears. Coy. Letters made from spider thread. Rungs fashioned from raven's feathers. The builded laughter of Coyote. Oh, sure, amigas. 
Shuffling diatribes of one too many people in the same place frequent stops along the way to enjoy cool, clean waters of dreaming. Because you damn sure can't drink it for real. Dotted landscapes, scrub trees, and sagebrush. We say it all the time. They don't need much water. They wait for it. Just the same. Fires break out between songs and bones. Colors drape the backs of our minds, lay them out in zigzag patterns across red earth, all our faces. Kind of like broken lightning, so we put it back together, reshape ourselves to it, and drink in everything we can learn from the passages of wind, rain, and storm. Mm. It is that magic of life. We have never failed to recognize, to take unto ourselves as part of ourselves because we too are part of that creation. No cycle babbling reasoning necessary. The weave of story, the sound of song, the rattle shake of ceremony, the next dream of being and thing. We have painted ourselves thin in the mirror, our bones fat in the ashes, the quartz marrow pops. We feel the twinge as we move to the next circle, to the next fire like pit of curved stones, sacred whispers. Follow us in the twilight. Of ages, distillations, smote molecular drift of sand through water, black belts of stained streaming pipes, siphoning off earth plasma, black tea, all the time has come. Riverbeds are burning. And we as a species are at the crossroads of eternal passage. Things cannot continue status quo. The bones of creation have been too mutilated, mutated for too long. There must be a quiet release, not the crushed silence of apprehension. Death and dying, the song of ashes, all will return to well. The shift of signs has begun. Stones have resurfaced, risen to the cause of the sacred, burnt patterns of laid straight bones while he was... The songs await the dreamers 
to find them. Have any yet been born? Are they at the crossroads, the trails that become ghost and forgotten? The shaped clay mud of earth shall point the way. Brush patter geometrics. The sleight of hand of an unrecognized geography. The populace of apparitions. Rich in their oracles of foretelling. Oh, you didn't think other ghosts and human beings could rise for end of days? Graves unmarked or purposely left unrevealed, all will be revealed. Soft marks of sacred charcoal, the ember speech of ash, Nikot, all will be revealed. Handprints, sand bowls, pressure points for hips, the slipped sound of breath upon a journey before the hammer falls. Before the lightning strikes, the whom? The dead shall ride the majestic thrum of dragonflies. Je pisa throna avi It is what they have said. Agi with heads bowed over the people, bands shake in the distance, disturbing the heat waves and the shimmering grass, weakened water streams of rivers. The song is still there, Basi. Hailstones fall, drum tapping the earth, the bones, the roads crossed fallen into and unto disuse. Gaki. The crows fly. Grace in each stolen moment. The nature of being the natural world become the contraband of creation. You can only fly at night without getting shot at. You can only wander the depths of tree shadows without fear of someone's nuisance trap. You can only rise to the water surface during the weekdays without the worry of it being bait. You can ride the storm out below the sea, the ocean surface, because it is too rough for commercial trawlers. You can only live where the ignorant and the unwashed and the uninformed aren't looking. Crushed roads of innocence. There aren't any anymore. You can still find the roads of good spirit and medicine. We can find those with our eyes closed. 
red earth. If you would say, Monique, uh, travel days of ancient ley lines. We seek our red bond sisters, red dress, red paint, red clay on top of us all. Everything is connected. We shall seek what we recognize. All living connected life. We are red earth. We are the ghost road born gathering ourselves at the crossroads ready to cross over death, bond, and life. We will see you all again. In peace. Wow. That was phenomenal. I love the part where you, I can't remember exactly what we talked about, scrub trees and sagebrush. Mm -hmm. Don't need much water, but they're still waiting, something along that lines. I don't know why that stuck out with me, but it really did. Yeah, I've grown up in many landscapes like that, and I know they're that that kind of patience. Because that's what it is. They, you know, when the rain comes, it comes, and they will take it under themselves. So, there you have Quite it. Quite the mis- mission you are on, <laughs> my love. Yeah, well, you know, I'm already started on two, two more. One of is really going to be interesting how it finishes because it's one of those uh, that I call the triple threat, which is to say that it's in English, Spanish, and my people's language. <laughs> so that'll be that'll be cool when it finishes itself out. But yeah, I'm working on that one too. I, I wanted to ask you though, because I, I, I don't, I didn't remember it right off the top. What the, that that prompt with the the crow and the, was it the tornado or the storm? Crow and the tornado. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. I just wanted to make sure I had it correct because I because I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna flesh that one into you know several different directions because I mean I can. Oh, feel free to tweak very... it however you need it, but. I, th- I thought that one was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying it in terms of, like, just as, a, for instance, uh, uh, one of the translated names for uh, for a tornado in, in, uh, the, in the language of the, the Lakota people is the traveling wind. So, you know, like I say, there's various things that I, like I say I can push that into as far as, like, you know, different directions to take it. But... Uh, I just thought that, and, and it was kind of funny too, because when I was, I was looking for some stuff today, in terms of books, and uh, I kind of wanted to try to find something that was like a, uh, not not of Shakespeare, but Shakespearean uh, style, like a, like in a murder mystery. And one of the first books that popped up was a, was a title that, while I'm not going to use the title as such, I probably will use the the intent of it. And it's a really cool title, though. And the title is uh, "If We Were Villains." <laughs> I just, I just thought that was cool. <laughs> That's kind of like that works for me. Looking, 
You know what I'm saying? It's like someone, someone who says that and they have their hand over their mouth like, what? I didn't say that. <laughs> who said that? <laughs> That's funny. I thought that was kind of cool. But you can uh, find me on uh, Facebook at uh, rapewild.com, at face, well, at facebook.com. And underneath the parentheses, it says Soldier Blue. And then I've added two pieces onto my uh, podcast in the last week, and I'll add some more uh, this coming days off, I'm sure. And um, it's, uh, the podcast is Red Earth One, and if you keep the words separated, it'll get you a little quicker. And then I'm also uh, in the process of just trying to figure out the, the some of the stuff on uh Reverb Nation because that just they keep telling me the files are too big and that just just got to be a way that I can you know, put those things in there some kind of way, wave file or something. I'm not sure what I need to do, but I'm working on it. But um, if you download a program called WavePad.com, mm-hmm. there's a free version of it. If, even if you have to like to go to the old version.com and download an older version of it, mm. you can open up the file. And then when you hit save as, it will yeah. let you change the bit rate on it so you can oh. actually condense, make this file smaller. Okay. Because, I mean, if you're listening to something on high fidelity, you know, you need to have all that stuff. But if you're listening to something over Internet speakers, you mm-hmm. don't have to have it that high quality and still have it sound phenomenal. So, yeah, wavepad.com. Open up the okay. file with the program, hit Save As, and mm-hmm. it'll give the option to make the file smaller. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because I've got, and that's wave pat, right? Like a like patting someone on the head. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm asking, a handy girl I need, to I, have around. I just I just need to know, you know, like I say, is it wave pat or wave pet? I don't know. I have no clue what okay, you're talking well, about right now. Well, you said wave pad, right? I mean, as wave far as pad, the, the... P-A-D. Pad, oh, pad, pad, P-A-D. Okay. See, that's wave that's pad. Okay, I'm back with you. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I, hey, I'm, I'm a little older, and my, my ears get a little bent sometimes. So, you know, I need, I need to make sure I'm hearing it right. <laughs> <laughs> wave pad, wave pad. If you think wave about pad. it, um, okay. Yeah, I'll try to find it. If you can't find it, shoot me a message on Messenger, okay. and I will find the link for you for it. Yeah, that's good. that's good to me. Perfect. And, um, All right, sweetheart. Great job tonight. Thank you. And I will be ready to go next week, of course. Okay. If you uh, if you want to read, or if you're going to hang on and listen for a while, if you want to read, put your when I oh, mute you, I press one, it'll mm-hmm. take you out. And if you want to read another one, just press one, and I'll bring you back on. Okay. Okay. All right. Unless you have another one ready to go right now and you want to read too, because you can read too. Mm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to look for something. Okay, that's right. Uh, All right. Because I don't have that one really ready to go. Okay, well, I'll mute so you. I'll, and I'll, I'll look. Once, you're mute, once you hear her say muted, press one, and then yeah. if you want to come back on, press one again, okay? Okay. All right, love. We'll talk to you soon, honey. Thank you, Miss Nyla. Bye. You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, 219. Brother O, are you with me? Yes, I am. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. You sound great. 
Thank you. Sound all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah. So what's going on with you? Uh, not much. I got a new phone, new telephone. I called it last week, but on the other phone, SIM card went out of me, and then I get another phone. So yeah, um, I'm back back on, and then I'm getting ready for the National Sports Award Awards this weekend. I've been very busy lately. <clears throat> Well, I'm glad you're here, and your new phone must be awesome because you sound wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. You're very welcome. What are you going to read for us tonight? Uh, this, this is a poem that I have called Famous Success Changes the People in Your Circles. My dear brothers and sisters, the more success and fame you achieve, there will be some people in your circle, pretend to be happy for you in order to cover up the hidden feelings of envy, and resentment, and jealousy. In that situation, I had to cut your ties with them. I've come to the realization that some people will be envious and jealous of me after I made my comeback to live portrait dance after had my heart transplanted nearly nine months ago. Some people will cut their ties with me because but because they didn't expect me to remain consistent with my artistry while I was waiting for a heart transplant for over a year. Despite being hospitalized last year, I was blessed to win my fourth percentage National Sport Award Award for overcoming the year. At least my long way to CD project, Brother Older Chronicles of Living Miracle, and now I'm the host on open mic set. My dear brothers and sisters, famous success will not necessarily change me. It will change the people in my circle. After having my heart transplanted, I was a local celebrity in Indianapolis because of my year-long journey for waiting for heart transplant. I was featured in the local news during the holidays, and I would be interviewed for TV, news broadcasts, podcasts, and radio shows eventually. It go live across all social media platforms and each on TV commercials. Once the nation takes notice of my story, I'm going to give them this opportunity beyond our wildest imagination. After 13 years of being in the shadows of the kings and queens of the national poetry community, 13 years of hard work, consistency, faithfulness, and dedication to the art of spoken word poetry, doors are literally going to swing open for me to get opportunities to perform at all types of events. To those of you who will display your obvious feelings of resentment, envy, and jealousy toward me for achieving famous success and receiving my long overdue recognition, and to those of you who will eventually cut your ties with me because you're not meant to go where I'm going, especially some of you who I have known for over 10 to through 40 years. And some people are directly related to me by blood. You have not gone through my unique set of challenges in these 48 years that I've lived on this earth. You are not, you are not, you have not sacrificed 12, 13 years of your life performing poetry. You are not 
had to wait for a heart transplant for 400 days. For 384 days, spend 400 days in the hospital. You had not lost your girlfriend while you were hospitalizing. You had to start your life all over again. And you had not paid, uh, paid the price to be the great man that everybody knows. His brother only lived in America. Special poetry in poem. <laughs> Telling it like it is, are you? Always. <laughs> oh, it's so good to hear from you, Brother O. And Thank I'm glad you. you're feeling well. I can really tell you're doing well. I am. Nine months ago. Nine months. That's a, that is amazing. Nine months ago, yes, you got a brand is. new heart. Yeah. Thank goodness, right? I'm proud of you. I'm proud of everything that you've gone through, proud of everything that you've done, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. You're very welcome, honey. All right, you want to do me a favor? Tell everyone how they can come find you and show you love. Oh, you can find me on Facebook under Omar Brother Ogetta. And I have recently as I have recently put together an Instagram account. You can follow me on Instagram now under the under the name Brother O underscore the Devil Miracle on Instagram now. And uh will be at the National Spoken Word Awards in the city of Chicago this weekend. And uh, my open mic said Pastor George should be on September 9th. So yeah, got a lot, got a lot going on. Looking for work, you know, just, just, uh, just getting my life finally, things in my life are finally starting to come together now. So yeah, it's been a while, been a while. So I'm ready for whatever comes my way, you know. Looking forward to experiencing this new chapter that I'm going through. Went through some growing pains for a little bit, but now things are finally coming together slowly. And I always thank you cool. for your support every week. Well, we appreciate you, Brother O. Thank you so much for being here tonight. No problem. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week, honey. I'll be back next week. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, our next caller comes from area code Clarenceville at 615. Miss Nyla Alicia, it's been a minute. Hello, sir. It has. How are you doing? I'm fine. Are you hearing me clearly because I have a new phone as well? <laughs> I am hearing you very clearly. You sound great. Very good. Excellent. How have you been? I have been wonderful. It has been a crazy, hectic week, but, you know, things are good. Excellent. I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to be on this show. I I made time. (laughs) I cut my shift short so that way because I felt I owed you something. So let let me come in. I am so glad. You can feel that way all you want. If it brings you here, I don't care. (laughs) You owe me nothing, but let's pretend, let's not tell you that because I like you being here. Thank you. 
You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So I have. So what are you going to you. grace us with? Well, you answer my question while I was asking. <laughs> yes. So the first piece I have is called the Punisher. I have a serious question. Why are skeletons deemed to be scary and devilish? I mean, they were made to hold our flesh up. God created them, and yet humanity made it a death sign. Some presidents worship and pledge allegiance to skull and bones. Listening to the velvet tones of horror movie scores mixed with Nat King Cole. How is that not unforgettable? This is how trap music is set in stone with attempts to rip your soul. I must be punishing you by punching your eardrums, penetrating you clearly with the sub bass, attacking your innards, while the lyrics are mumbling incoherence originated from Mumbai causing you to drink that glass of Bombay Sapphire, then unconsciously pass out on the couch while being robbed at the party last night. Who told you to carry all that money in your pockets 2 a.m. in Chicago on a Friday? My telling truths is causing arguments on how to stop me from dropping this knowledge like it's a public service announcement. I'm punishing you by not sparing the rod, man. You look ugly in that dress, so stop that and pull your pants up, son. Always sagging, arrested in the back of a paddy wagon, imprisoned by the industry complex as an inmate nickname, Karen. Back blown out, and that's embarrassing, because you chose a life of crime becoming emasculate as another man as your girl. Fools are gluttonous for punishment. I've said what I've said and I'm done with this. Now run and tell that because when the ink runs dry, you're going to wish you could. That's that piece. Nyla. Not hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you now. Yes. Oh, whew. scared me. <laughs> that was incredible, honey. I was, I was talking away, I, la 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 la. <laughs> I thought that was a dramatic pause that you were doing. I was spe- that, that was I was speechless. I was absolutely speechless. I didn't know what to say. I was my jaw was on the floor. I had to run out to the car and get the jack to put it back in place. <laughs> That's our story. Well, We're sticking to it. Yes, and I, at the end, put a couple of your prompts that you just said tonight. I know. I saw <laughs> the ink ran dry. That's one of the comments I was saying. Ink ran dry. That sounds familiar. Yes. So, I have another piece because I feel I owe you. <laughs> This piece is called True Love. I'm sorry, but true love has nothing to do with Cupid. How is that menace to society on the loose again? This subject is so many deplorable mass shootings. He's an assassin, a murderer, and an abuser to humans. I say lock him up and put him in the chain of fools. 
lifetime sentence, no parole, under penitentiary rules. In the criminal justice system, this so-called angel is especially heinous. These are their stories. Where his violence meet the rapist. Maybe that's a typo. Therapist, and I see they're your pith. Maybe you think I'm maniacal and hysterical. Increase my medications to level four. Put me in solitary confinement and tear my clothes on that cold, bare floor. Because I dare challenge your rare thoughts on what true love is while eating this bare cloth. Saying that it's the evil system's propaganda. It's their fault that we're all still confused about true love and we depend on someone who assaults with a bow and arrow, piercing hearts with a deadly weapon. With pure, aggressive intentions and never brought to a confession, well, the jury's verdict is guilty on all counts of killing the innocent, those who are ignorant pertaining to what true love is. I guess you think I'm a foreigner stuck in a corner with a mental disorder. But I'm going to take time to think things over and read between the lines in case I need them when I'm older. True love, I want to know what love is, and I want you to show me over an all-you-can-eat prefix buffet at Shoney's, and the price total is on me. Don't take this personal. I'm only joking. Just had to take Cupid down to his bone meat in this poem. Into <laughs> that was phenomenal. Yes, I have a um, soapbox. I have a campaign against Cupid. <laughs> I will be taking donations. Stupid Cupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome, honey. Thank you. Like I said, I miss you. You're my five cent psychiatrist. Remember that. <laughs> I am grossly underpaid. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. I'm really glad you made time to come in and just appreciate you. Appreciate you being here. And when you're not here, we miss you. But even when you're not here, you still are always in our hearts. Yes. I'm glad you found time to come in tonight. Thank you. Now, yeah, you all can find me at facebook.com backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr. Or you can find me on SoundCloud backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr. Or at times when I'm not doing delivery for Uber Eats, being in the Popeyes, looking at the comedy there, um, you can find me here at Speakeasy Cafe with Nyla Alicia. Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> All right, sweetheart, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week if you can get in yes, here. if I can get in there. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Thanks, hon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller I think might be Jade. I'm not sure. It's a like a Skype number. So... Strange Skype number that I don't know. You're on the air. Hello, it is Jade. 
I knew it. My little spidey senses were going. <laughs> Hi, sweetheart. Hello. How are you? I am doing absolutely wonderful. It's so good to hear from you. Oh, always a pleasure. It's a, it's a treat to be able to find time to call in. And I just love the show. I took some time to listen to yesterday, not yesterday, but the last show, and mm-hmm. something you said that was not part of the prompts, but on the Blog Talk website gave me inspiration. And with your permission, I'm going to do something from poet.org called A Style of Poetry, Gorilla Poetry. I think I may have done this before, but it's the sort of thing that, according to poets.org, poetry can jump out at you from anywhere. Thus, this is gorilla poetry, just hurrying up and letting the inspiration flow. So with your permission? Oh, please, yes. It begins, called Appreciation. Enlighten me as to the path to thank you. Show me. May I thank you? Allow me. How may I thank you? Instruct me. Course a thank you. A bow jest. What will you treasure? A thank you with sincerity, verve, heartfelt. You have it and more. Many thanks in poem. And that's sort of an homage to you always being kind enough to thank the people who gave a little something something to keep Speakeasy Cafe going. Aw, it was beautiful. That makes my heart so happy. You have no idea. That was awesome. Oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you. Uh, For some reason, perhaps it shouldn't, but a thank you that's given generously just goes a long, long way. It's not a throwaway, a throwaway thing no. by any stretch of the imagination. No, that's why. Yeah. I think that's why it means so much. And like I said, you know, it's important these people know. Yeah, you know, it's important they know that we appreciate them. To be sure, absolutely. And if there's time, I'll leave it to you. I actually do have something else in oh, please, yes, gorilla of poetry. Yeah. I just jotted it off, and it's called Begs to be Told. Another broken crayon, child, cracked, crushed, busted, paper-coated, encrusted with beige, brown, green, earth tone shades. Another broken crayon? Child, what do you think or who do you think you are? Storyteller? Artist? Extraordinaire? The carving of crayons upon paper is pinned to the wall, a wanted poster. Another broken crayon? Hey, kid, think back. Your work makes me see an image in the deep, rich forest, dark, brown, 
beige, green. You believe in yourself, a person to be watched. I clean up the aftermath of portrait of Sasquatch and poem. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Well, you you seemed very to entreat the audience that you really wanted something about that belief in Sasquatch, and that just came to mind uh, with a few of the um, last week's prompts peppered in. (laughs) You did amazing on that. I am very, very happy. Thank you. Very happy. You're very welcome. Thank you. Uh, This is Jade Mist. My uh, platform, my forum is the one, the only speakeasy cafe and this style of poetry that I've regaled everyone with tonight is guerrilla poetry a la from poetry.org they do go into different styles of poetry if anyone wants to take a look at poetry.org there you are perfect thank you for being here honey we miss you when you're not Thank, Thank you so much, and on to the, on to the next caller. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. Absolutely adore her so much. Brilliant writer. Okay, next caller, 215. 215, you're on the air. 215, are you with me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, it was me. How about that? <laughs> it's been a while. Hi. Hello. All right. Who is so this? Hollywood Dragon. Yeah, that's good to hear from you. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been uh, probably a year, maybe. Okay. So, <laughs> something uh, oldish, newish. It's uh, a little dramatic. But uh, it's different. Here we go. I just wanted to stop. The pain, the anger, the families acting like strangers, the health and lack of wealth being in danger, the wasted time and the mental crimes attacking me like military rangers, the relentless betrayal and the lies being told, the Toxic ones trying to collar me for control, the broken hearts, the dreaded new starts taking their toll, the ones who willingly hurt me, leaving my heart a lump of coal. I just wanted to stop feeling like I'm unwanted, unneeded, unloved, unimportant, like I'm trash, imported. Never have I felt so alone, so... Um, that's it. Wow. You know, there's no way to describe to somebody what it feels like to not feel safe yeah. where you should feel this where you should feel the safest. Right, right. I think that poem comes dead on close. Right. So you can find me at uh, 
Raymond Hayes at are you gonna, Rocket. Wait, 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 Brandon. Are you going to read two, honey? Oh, uh, let me see if I have another one available. The pressure, the pressure of the decision. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, not that one. Uh, do you want me to put you on hold and have you find one and come back and get you after the next caller so you can read two? Actually, I just found one. Okay, good. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> you were almost a poem. There I go back down this path, losing the one that I that was once my better half, losing the one that made me forget my past, losing the one that made me laugh. I overdosed on false hope, holding tightly until feminine dope, losing uh, losing her makes makes it hard to cope. Can't breathe like I'm dangling from tight rope. I was almost a poem. Loving us unconditionally, uh, flaws and all, needing us like a nurse on call, submitting to us like as if I, it was an altar call. Now here I am, back against the wall. We were almost a poem, holding tight to long conversations, locked onto each other's eyes like military devices, late night reservations for sensual time, uh, for sensual time, cries, wiping, uh, uh, wiping each other out like an avalanche with an, with a, like an, like an avalanche with ice. <laughs> and I, I was almost a poem. Wow. Overdosed on hope. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I was this, yeah. Incredible. Both of those. How, so how come it's been a year since you've called in? Not that I'm being nosy, but I'm nosy. Um, I Actually, I lost track of you. You didn't pop up until last week on my Facebook. Well, let's make sure that never happens again because you're awesome. And every time we don't hear your, you read and we hear your poems, it's like a crime against humanity. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> again, you can find me at Raymond Hayes at Rocket Dow, uh, Rocket, oh my goodness, <laughs> RocketMail.com. Also, um, I have a separate page on my Facebook called Poetry of a New Breed. Poetry so, of a New Breed. Have, yes. So anyone that's interested, you know, look me up on there and, you know, feel free to jump in and join in. I'm looking for you on, you're on my friends list, right? You have to be. Um, yeah, I should be. Um, you'll either find me as Raymond Hayes or it would be popping up as Poetry of a New Breed. How do you spell Brandon? It's actually Raymond, R-A-Y. I mean, M -M yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. And the last name is Hayes. There, H -A -Y. You, there you are. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to make sure you get 
I'm going to make sure that you get uh, notifications for this show. Okay, cool. So that we don't lose you again. <laughs> but we are on we are on every Thursday, same place, same time. If you want, shoot me a message on Facebook, and um, I can like get you the link so you have the link handy and stuff. Okay, sounds good. Okay, awesome. All right, sweetheart, I'm really glad you found time to be in here today, and both of those paces were great. All right. All right, thanks, honey. Uh All right. So our next caller is... Where did Mama go? She's supposed to be our next caller. She is not there. So we have, I believe, Sinister Spittle. Sin, my darling. Hey. Get in my ear hole. How are Hi, you? What's going on? I'm <laughs> fine. I'm perfectly fine. You know, I'm not fine. You know, I decided someone asked me that the other day. Uh, how I was doing this is fine. You know, no, not fine, because fine really is short for fu- fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. So I'm fantastic. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine quite often. Hey, I saw oh, yeah. pictures well, of uh, your, your beautiful oh, daughter. What's that? I saw, pictures, I saw pictures of your beautiful daughter on her first day of school. You tell that girl to go put some pants on. <laughs> I see an accessorize, huh? Beautiful girl. She's sick right now. So, but yeah, she's, she's my she's, she's my spittle dove. That's that's spittle. She's she's spittle she is beautiful, but man, boys are going to be all over her. You got to know that. No more uh, short. No more wearing shorts to school. She needs like you know a burlap bag or something. <laughs> actually, tied actually, around the she, neck. She, <laughs> she has her first quote unquote boyfriend now. She started dating a little while ago with the wrong guy, but allowed it to happen, and she found out real quick it was the wrong guy. And now she's dating someone her own age, uh, uh, and he, he's, he's a bit Missourian, um, but he's a good kid. Actually, came shook my hand, and you know, uh, he works and he goes to school and he got a car, and he's a good kid. So, um, she's well, awesome. that experience. And I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to dear life. <laughs> <laughs> but well, tell her, her Aunt Nyla know, says hello, and she looked beautiful. I shall. So I got a question, Nyla. What yeah. the hell did I read you last week? <laughs> You're expecting me to remember? I've been through a like, forest I, I fire and everything. You guys have no. no idea what I've been through this week. <laughs> Not that matters. Nah, it has. It has been, it's been, oh, shit, the blue moon's out tonight, too. I got to look. Um, no, that was last that. night. Oh, was last night? See, I'm a day off. It was off. last night. Everything. God damn it. <laughs> well, you know, yesterday, yesterday I thought it was Tuesday, even though I was off Tuesday and it was Wednesday. Yeah, so I'm all fucked up. Um, it's the work schedule thing. You know, working again now, and it's not staying consistent, so it's not helping me. You know, I need to get a new job. I I'm glad to be back at work. So anyway, let's get to the poetry and stop running my mouth. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read you what I know is probably written putting through the cycle a lot, but we're going to save that for the second. Um, this first piece, and in my, you know, 
rediscovery of me and and, and, and everything. Um, but a lot of these pieces are all, are just that. And about time, this one is about time people waste on bullshit. This is called Wasted on Me. Believe the intent was wayward worm food rotting into the mind of your stagnant breath. An elusive hush seeping downward conniptions spiral outward farts blown jaded to pivoting. Halo crested reasons of not disparaging rhetoric under venomous lips. Harbor dirty clit. A tickety rickety my bones slower creak in the cerebellum wakes and pale tasted indifference. Of how this and that got whitewashed in atrocious lies of time. Catching my mind to a bounty, I was bound and poor thank you. Otherwise, what the fuck? How can someone feed premature demons? Now hungry to feast on the remains of your disdain, I pray upon myself. Those little shouts to find retribution to stake. And the heart of scorn is I am sin. I am spite. And hell thy fury. Turn it up drafts in your damn natty suffocating carbon monoxide pustules of hindsight. Fucking cunt. It's a bagel. So the whorehouse carries the same shame as a clap. Don't turn off those lights, man. Fire below, as above, and sideways, in between thoughtful reasons, is eternal peace, and I can be alone. Fuck. What about the ghosts you coddle? Hopping afflictions of childhood rants, pissing pants, electrocute scary points. Past hints and dreams, push holly weird, bluesy. He set himself to flames. Serious war-torn PTSD, I recognize so well. Hey, funny it, how history misunderstood repeats. Redundant circus junkies mainlining Hitler's cure to what? Funny. In darkest torrents still glimmer awkward lights, alertingly present, distress over too much flicker free like scar face infamy, mainframe in the veins of visible porters seeking refuge from the one self aware is bliss, not ignorance, you fucking halfwit. Retarded genius am I. I am sin the criminal <laughs> No giggle <laughs> That feels cool. Swing cigarro, my regalo as I puff gelato. No, cush. Sourish grapes of wrath or daydreams. Lucy, my diamonds as I new wave hash of troubles of the day. Play my melody. My vibration is rebels. Time so divine. Love the wasted on me. Bakker, breathe and peace. When you write... Do you sit down and write fast and furious, or do you sit down and really contemplate what you're writing? No, I mean, usually I, I don't even know what I wrote until it's done. I mean, I have an idea of where I was, but I'm like, so what did I just do? There was a line in there, something about gelato. What was yeah. that line? Uh, my regatto as I puffed gelato. No cush, sour scrapes of wrath or daydreams. Time at the weed I'm smoking. But gelato rhyme better? And I'm like, no, I'm not really doing that. I'm smoking cush. <laughs> <laughs> so a little thought went into better. it, is what you're better. saying. Yeah, I'm, you, I'm, I'm not smoking that weed. That was last week. 
<laughs> I love the part, too, something about uh, feed from the remains of your disdain. That's a great line. Yeah. That's a great line. I like to use those bagel of the whorehouse. Here's the same shame. As the clap, don't turn off those lights, man. <laughs> and that's all, man. Jeez, and I'm and really I'm glad. I think I... Society. Yeah, I, I really, I think I mentioned this when I called in when I was up on the mountain. And Christopher was hosting, but... When you first started calling this show and reading, you read so flipping fast that it was hard for me to catch everything. And you really slowed down your reading, which makes it incredible because now I can hear, I can keep up with what you're reading because before all the words kind of just ran together and sometimes it was really hard for me to keep up. My ears are slow. (laughs) But you have uh, you, yeah, your yeah, your yeah, delivery yeah, has yeah, really yeah, improved over then, the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, I was doing a lot of drugs too. So that didn't help. <laughs> That's uh, probably true. Yeah. But yeah, when you when you so now that you slow down and I, you I, read them, so fucking hard. <laughs> my mind was going yeah. ten times faster than my mouth was. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. But I like it. I like it because it's, 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 you've got, I mean, there's brilliance in your writing. The way that you put, you know, this words together and stuff is, it's like incredible to hear. So, so thank you for slowing down. It helps me a lot. Uh, yeah, well, that's on my voice. You know, it's all, it's all, you know, finding my voice and, and getting comfortable mm-hmm. with me being aware and happy. You know, so, uh, I love it when you're happy. No, I'm always happy. I mean, you know, I get, I get irritated and shit. And people think, oh, my God, he's angry. Trust me, you don't want to see me fucking angry. I'm just irritated. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I can't remember right. the last time I was mad. It's not pretty when no. I get mad either. It's usually the quiet ones. The ones that never get mad, those are the ones you really don't want to get mad. Well, I me, mean, it's like you know, when, when I get quiet, or, when I get quiet, you should worry about it. If I'm yelling... That means I'm letting shit out. If I get quiet, then you've been <laughs> rough. <laughs> right. So I'm a passionate I'll keep person. Keep that in mind. Yeah, I'm a passionate person. Yeah, people go, "Hey, you getting?" I'm just, I'm just being expressive because I'm a motive. I'm a passionate person, and and, mm-hmm. and and I get really into you know certain things, especially intellect and and music. And this next piece is called "Strings of Intensity." From a tune into my four chambers, igniting me, passionately play your acoustic baby into the planes of my soul. If I'm addicted to the vibration your one woman band plays, sensual sensations teasing my ears delicately, my skin, you brush the purse of your blossom lips, loquaciously spit lyrics. Cradling passions, touch, and compassionate, emphatic rituals. Longing eyes, comfort, soft, seismic pressure of a genuine hug. Growing more addicted to your adorable. As your sensuality stimulates more reason to get high on the season of passions wild, I'm enslaved. As you slide your fingers down strings of intense, subtly love, 
proud of mine to engage the moment with our brandished fire. One to burn false decrees on aimless sensuality. Here, we go deep. B-tracks, a fan's favorite. You know I'm a nut. Eccentrically basking in you, this rhythm of a vibration going ahead full steam. So elegantly. Your aura, as you don't just shine, but gleam. You're a reliquary. A home I want to lose control pleasurably in. Your string of intent. Bakri Bidding. Wow. Wow, wow. A hundred wows. You get that's a that's a five wow review. That was incredible. It's so good to hear from you tonight. I'm glad to be here. I, I, I needed this. I'm in, in, in the space, head space. I'm good. I got, I got my walking back in. So I think it's just my body going, my mind going, hey, we're active again, but you're not being active enough. But I got my three miles in. So I'm happy. I even ran part of it, about a half a mile. Once I can get all the half mile at once, I'll be happy. But I break that right now. All right, honey. You got people. I love you. You have a wonderful night. I love you too, Sam. You're amazing. I mean, you can. Nobody else can. Okay. (laughs) I'm not tell. I won't tell. (laughs) Good night, Sam. Appreciate you, honey. Night, sweetheart. Absolutely adore that man. Okay. Our next caller is. My beautiful mommy, two and six, you're on the air. Okay, I'm finally on the air. Been here I was watching hours. for you to come back. I know, I've had I you in line. At, I came at 8.03, 8.03, and you told me I didn't lose my place, and then I just, I just had to go do something and come back. All right. You, so yeah, you, you missed your place by two callers, so you should have yep. been two callers ago. Mm. It starts at 8 o'clock. 8.03 is only three minutes late. So I don't know. Do the math. Anyway, I'm going to make you laugh. All right, this is called Meanwhile Back at the Ranch. You've heard it before, but you ain't heard it in a long time. <clears throat> and this story is about three people going to the ranch out west to go horseback riding. And it was really supposed to only be two people going horseback riding. But one of the girls was like a tag along. She wants to follow. This is a true story. She wants to follow the, the man and his girlfriend to, you know, do whatever they are doing. She wants to be a part of it, but she was not, you know, uh, really a welcome addition to the to what was going on. So they went out west to go horseback riding, and the story goes like this. <clears throat> Meanwhile, back at the ranch is the name of it. Shitty slickers we were out west going horseback riding. See, I know a little about riding, but my friends know not much. I said to old dude, we come to ride. I did most of the talking, so I used cowboy lingo. As the three of us ignored the ranch owner's warning, he said, this is not a good time to take the houses out. 
Y'all come back after feeding time, you hear? Because they rise better after lunch. What? I said, us city slickers, we didn't come from a mighty long way to ride. We came to ride these here horses, and ride we must. He said, okay. Old dude gave them each a horse to ride. We two lovers led the way out the gate. We were followed by this woman, my friend, with the humongous behind, and with reluctance and a little coddling, the horses trotted accommodatingly out of the gate. Okay, said the old rancher. Each to his own fate, old rancher was a man of very few words. But us two lovers led on the ride. And as we reached the trail's end, the woman, my friend, with the humongous derriere, she lagged behind. The woman was a tag-along. Her behind weighed a lot. She was about 180 pounds, and we took our time, and we stayed on the trail. It was happy trails to us until we reached the end. But as we turned the horses around and headed back into the ranch, all hell broke loose. It seemed the more we pull on the reins and how it whoa, the faster they'd go. Now, those horses had a mind of their own. Those horses took off as if spooked by a bear. We greenhorns were scared because our commands were being ignored. We were ducking limbs and branches. Our, our heads was down. We was getting flat. We were stretched out low on the horse's back. Now we slide up and down hills at full speed, full speed ahead. The horses were galloping home to be fed. It was worse than the ride of Paul Revere. I tell you, this ride was severe. These crazy horses never trotted again. Full gallop was plied all the way back in. Then all of a sudden we saw a flash. It passed by fast. The one who lagged behind us was now in the lead. We thought to ourselves, what did we just see? Her jeans was ripped from the front to the back. Her jeans were flapping on the right and the left, but she still held on for her dear, precious life. Now before us, bouncing in the saddle, was a large behind. She looked confused, frazzled, all torn and disheveled. After she took the lead, we rode this wicked ride within an inch of our lives. Then suddenly, those horses just stopped. Politely, they stood, and old dude helped us off. My gentleman friend gave Butowski his coat. We had paid old dude up front for this death-defeating stunt. We couldn't talk. So we swallowed our pride and said, Gulp, jeez, old dude, that was a hell of a ride. But old boy just shrugged his shoulders and said, I told you. 
It was a moment of silence. And then the moral. Never pay to ride a hungry horse before feeding time, especially after you've been advised. Poem. <laughs> a barn sour horse. Anyone who has ridden a barn sour horse is laughing their <laughs> ass off right now because they know exactly what happened. <laughs> Plodding along on this old nag, won't go fast, won't just plod on. Man, you turn that horse around and they know they're going back to that barn. Shoot. <laughs> wow. I've been on that ride. At least I didn't split my pants, so that's hysterical. I love that piece. Now, that makes me like laugh. The interpretation of, 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 of an uh, a old rancher talking or a, a, a horse <laughs> I think you did fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God, that was a treat. I love you so much. That was incredible. That was Oscar-worthy. Well, thank you. I'm so glad I got a chance to let you hear that so I can put a smile on your face. And you know I was getting that for real. I got a fuss so I wouldn't be me. So love you, and I will not read the second piece because I'm tired from that house. So. I'm gonna, um, <laughs> I had a piece, but I wanted the co-writer to come in with me, but he said he had another engagement. But I invited uh, Russ. We did a collab. Well, it wasn't called a collab. What we did yesterday was called a call and response. So we did a call and response poem, and we did a one together that was really good. I was wanting him to come in and read his part. So maybe I can coerce him to read it at another time. In the meantime, um, if not, if you'll come over to his program and listen, maybe we'll do it then. But we'll see what happens. I really want you to hear it, but I want him to do his I own would love part. to. My tie was on hold for a little while, too, but she, her call dropped. She hasn't called back in. She was supposed to be oh. on right after you. Oh, yeah. wow. Did she, did she leave? Yeah, she's not on anymore. I am very excited to, to hear her. Yeah. Have you heard of these? Oh, all right. Well, I she was here last people. week. Yeah, she was amazing. She is amazing. I didn't even get to hear her. I, no, I was excited her. to see people. her. Yeah, I invited some more people to come, too. She's one of my new – she's a grandbaby. I told her I can't get no more daughters. I got to I I gotta get grandkids now. <laughs> she's my grandbaby. Okay, well, I'm glad she came in and let you uh, – you know, let you hear her. So, yeah, so um, I'll tell her what you said. And, um, awesome. Maybe, she, right. maybe, she'll, maybe she'll call back in tonight. That would be cool. All right, Mama, I love you so much. We'll talk to All you right. soon, okay? Okay. All right, honey. Bye. All right. Let's go ahead and grab Mr. Shepherd. 571, you are on the air. <laughs> How are you doing? How you doing, Nala? Hello, Mr. Mr. Happy. That's your new name. Yeah, my other mama was just on doing a poem. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, I got a lot of love for uh, mama. Oh, that's my, you know, she she tell me what I need to do. She tell me I love. Sometimes you, you can't, it's not about what you want to hear, it's what you need to hear. And that's love. That's right? the strongest love that you can ever get. When somebody tell you what yeah. you need to hear, and I always want, you know, not supersize your ego, you know, so, yeah. And then 
I was stuck in Chicago. Uh, but my lady's mother helped me out. You know. Aww. Um, yeah, but my girl's a headache. <laughs> I still love her. <laughs> She's a headache. I still I, love Mama, her. I think I just got, I was up on the mountain, but I was looking through my emails, and I think there was an email from Mama saying something about um, Larry being stuck in Chicago on it went up for a job interview or something? Yes, yes. I'm so, you know what? But see, this is why I say, you never stop. You just get more prepared. So now I'm able right. to get more prepared. You don't stop what you wanted, what you like to do. You just get more prepared to do it. So I was unprepared, you know. So <laughs> now I've become more prepared. But it's life lessons. You know, it's life it lessons. Uh, my birthday is coming up, two more weeks. You know that's exciting. Do you have big plans for your birthday? Yeah, fourteen, September fourteen. Matter of fact, that's a Thursday. You know, that's a Thursday. Ooh. Yeah, that's a Thursday. I probably, yeah, I probably have to call in. You go, you go wish me happy. You go sing me happy birthday. I was singing <laughs> happy birthday. You may have to remind me I'm old. <laughs> Girl, I'm, I'm almost 50 years old. I'm far up to 48. You know, so, you know, see, I'm getting up there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, 48. I, I, don't, I don't think you're old. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I'm going, you know, I just got hired. Um well, uh, pre-hired, uh, you know, to go through a dr- when you driving a truck, you gotta go through a drug test, all that stuff. So, uh, I plan to get to be on radio because I want to help people. Um, and I want to say this: uh, when I came home, there was a child at the bus stop. I said at the bus stop for six hours. There was a man who parked three times to get a view. And I know he was getting a view of that child. I never left. She did not speak uh, English well, but I never left the side. Why? Because he had three views to view the child. So you already know what's going on. You know, in a, um, a cargo van, white cargo van, you can't see in it, and he's viewing that child. I said, no, not tonight. You're not taking that. He's not taking that child. She's about 14, 15, and she wasn't paying attention, but I was. You know? Wow. So yeah, you got to be yeah. I mean, she's a, she is speaking, but I said no, I can't let I can't let this dude. He's trying to kidnap this child. A game recognized game. You're not parking three times. If you're waiting for somebody, you're stationary at that one spot unless somebody says you cannot park there. There was no police. There was nobody in in uniform to say you cannot park there. This person took upon himself because he already knew he, he was waiting for me to leave that child so he could go ahead and manipulate her mind so she could be abducted. But I, because I am, I was the the adult, knowing what what he was trying to do. I, I represent truckers against trafficking, you know. So yeah. 
Well, I'm really stop. glad that you were yes. there to see that and to catch that and recognize that and look for that. I mean, most people don't even think anymore, you know. Yeah, that, I'm always thank thinking. You, thank you. I'm, As I'm a, a parent, thank machine. you. Yes, I'm a thinking machine. It's like, where is your child at? First of all, I believe that every child should have a curfew. Not, and, and they may get mad and all that, but guess what? It saves their life. There's so many children that didn't have curfews, 96. They sold as sex slaves to these nasty, grown, uh, 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 I wouldn't call them men, pedophiles. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. It's sickening, but it's it's reality. Well, I'm glad. I Thank you. Just, just thank you. Oh, you, <laughs> thank you. No, see, I'm, I'm just happy. I see, you know, her parent and was so interesting. Her parents called me. I let her, I let her communicate to her parents on my phone. She, she, I seen a child out there. She needs to talk to her parents, so I let her use my phone so she could, so she could talk to her parents. Because I felt like, you know, no child, uh, child children need to be steady in communication because they're not grown. And people are sick in their mind, in their heads. They they do a whole lot of trafficking, a whole lot of kids being abducted. You know, so I believe that all kids should have curfews. I agree. Absolutely agree. Yes, yes. So... Uh, what are you going to do? Well, am I going to uh, freestyle tonight? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you, well, you like my freestyling. And, you know, I it, do. And it, it's so crazy because I do write. I do write. I write at times. I write in spells. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to call this poem. Try myself to remind myself when sometimes that you feel like you're in such a deep space, when sometimes that your heart just cannot be replaced, you want to be at a place where you can succeed. Maybe it takes more patience just to believe. Maybe it takes more patience so you can achieve. Now it's at the time to go ahead and feel the fatigue. It seems like your whole life is in a different league. And even though that it's getting kind of treacherous, but nevertheless, you stand at the crossroads. You, me, us. Felt like I had to remind myself, to find myself. In such a difficult situation, and speaking on the spirit of a nothing like generation, I know that this was my time. I wanted to drive that truck. I wanted to put my keys in the ignition. I have the ambition and my own intuition. You see, maybe that driver's seat could have me as an addition, but I was closed away. They say, ho, oh, do you want to go to the Greyhound or do you want to go to the the train? Where do you need to go to? I was 
at the Greyhound. They said too many jobs on your application, so I guess that this wasn't my destination, but in my own time, I have the education, and I am going with the whole different evaluation, and I guess sometimes you just don't have the congratulations. I was more deep in my thought, deep in the process. How can I survive on the street? I'm sleeping in the truck. How can I survive on the street? I was taking knees in the hospital, going to the hospital hoping something could be wrong with me so I could go into deep sleep and so unique, and I hope that the process would not be weak, calling job after job and hoping that opportunity turns like a doorknob. I had to find myself to remind myself, yeah, to so deep and maybe love and maybe something to explore. You see, this has been the hardest take that ever happened to before. Thank you for my queen. Her mother stepping up, yes, and my friend helping me out, getting me to, to the point where my whole life spread like worldwide and not be denied and finally home, but I had to protect a teenager. You see, there was a sick-minded individual. He was a criminal, parked like three ways and Nah, you won't go ahead and take her whole life and her whole challenging days. She could not speak English, but when you see these type of people, other people looking at her, those are the meanest. And I stood by her side, and now I'm at home. Now I'm at getting my blessing, no second guessing, and finally in, in where I need to be to call again to get more opportunities, to say no surprises. But where's my blessing came from? For what I did. For what I never give up and what I live up. And once again, I had to find myself to remind myself all over again. Mr. Automatic Charismatic the Lyrical Engine. Take his in. I'm all in by Ben Drive. <laughs> that was incredible. Absolutely incredible. I just It just astounds me that you're able to do that. Does the freestyle stuff? You know that I get, I get, I, I, I get impressed. <laughs> I, you know, I would do a second one if I have time. You know, yeah, and you would name the mm-hmm. poem. No, oh, yeah, please play a game. Name the poem. Name Nyla. Name that poem. <laughs> um. Just anything at all, right? The retriever. Unless it's a number, I don't. Unless it's a word, I don't. I'm not the smartest individual. It might be a word I don't know the meaning of. <laughs> the the retriever. The retriever. The retriever. Okay. The retriever. That means to give up. Means not retrieve. No, it means to it means to go get something. You're going to retrieve it from. Yeah, retrieve. It. Yeah, to get something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm sorry. So yeah. You, got, you were probably the smartest kid in your class. Okay. <laughs> in my days, I wanted something. I was in school. I was using my whole mind as a tool. You see, sometimes the life could be cruel. 
and my own words and so inflexible and I try to be incredible and I hope that my whole mind can be legible. That is something that I wanted. See, I could not back up. See, I had a hard time driving that truck. See, I had a hard time doing a whole lot. I had one more time, just one more time, before I was headed at home and not getting my CDL, retrieve it, believe it, receive it. I can achieve it. This is my time of a time of destiny, and you could go ahead and check out my melody. My melody, one to be to force to fight and at night. I said, I'm not going to fail, not this time. Staying in the classroom, staying outside for hours and hours watching how they park, how they maneuver. I said that I don't perceive myself as a loser. I retrieve, I believe, I achieve. See, anything that tries to go against me and try to make me feel like I'm deceived. No, this is my moment. I tell my woman, you need to go ahead and pass your class because I had my moment. Even when I was in college, that wasn't my moment. Even when I took a course on engines and transmissions, that was my moment. But my moment was to get that CDL and prevail. That was my time for my story to tell. Don't give up. Keep on moving. Keep on choosing. This is your time, your destiny. I wore my hat for the very first time. I shine. I retrieve. I believe. Mr. Automatic Charismatic, the lyrical engine, gets in, I'm all in, I've been trying. <laughs> that was incredible. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I do it justice. <laughs> I, I, I just have to, I just have to, I just like, I'm, yeah, that was incredible. Well, you know, I got to give you credit. You want to, uh, uh, you named it, you know, like a game show host. <laughs> <laughs> you get an A+. Plus. Name that too. Thank you. Thank you. I always wanted to, I gave the, the, the uh, teacher an apple. But I'll be the teacher's pet. That might be a poem. <laughs> that sounds like an erotic poem right there. <laughs> teacher's pet. You know what? I'm challenging you, right? Can I challenge you to write a poem about being a teacher's pet, erotic piece? I know yours are clean erotic pieces. So could you? do you think you could write a poem about a teacher's pet in your clean erotic form? Absolutely not. I can't see it happening. <laughs> I'm telling you. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> where you go? Oh, you want me to let them know where you can find me? Uh, where you can call, find me not behaving right? 
on uh, Facebook. <laughs> Larry Shepard, Larry Miss, uh, uh, AC Viper, um, Larry Miss Automatic Charismatic Shepard. If I'm here, I have my own other one, but I can't get into that that one on Facebook. You can find me. Um, I do have website developing. Um, Mr. Automatic Charismatic, you find me here. Um, you find me a lot of places doing poetry. So, yeah. Um, but um, I'm bringing uh, Viper back. I'm going to do some radio. I may even go ahead and invite oh, that's you. that's cool. Interv- I, yeah, I like to interview. I want to interview people that do radio. That's, that's something I think I like to do. And I want to educate people on uh, future truck drivers. The places that you want to pay attention to, like Super Ego, uh, bring money because they will, they fire you, they will not give you, a, um, they won't give you a, a ride to the uh, Greyhound, and they certainly won't give you a, um, a ride, make sure that you can go ahead and catch a Greyhound or a train to get back home you'll be stranded. So I want to teach people, just grab people's uh, attention on um, places where you could be stranded. And if you're going to pursue that, always have money aside um, for emergency. That's awesome. That is awesome. You're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You're awesome. All right, sweetheart. (laughs) All right, thank you. <laughs> tell everyone how to find you, hon. Oh, I, t- I was telling you how to find me. One more time, yeah. Facebook, one more time. I did hear you. Oh, yes, wait. one more time, Facebook. You can, catch me, you can catch me not doing the right thing on Facebook, Larry, uh, Miss Automatic Charismatic Shepherd. Uh, <laughs> I do uh, there you website go. developing. Um Miss Automatic Charismatic, I'm on WordPress. Um, I've done shows on Blog Talk, uh, BPE, um, a while back. Um, I, I could send you one of my shows, uh, Nyla, if you would like to hear. I love that. Um, yeah, one of my old shows. And yes, I did um, hear all that. I just wanted you to do the Facebook thing again because there was a lot of information there. So Facebook's easiest. So that's why I wanted you yeah, to do that one Facebook, again. Yeah, Facebook. Um, Larry Shepard, Miss Automatic Charismatic Shepard. I mean, Larry, Miss Automatic Charismatic Shepard. Um, that's the one I don't use a lot because I, but I can't get into the Larry Big Daddy Cowboys for Life uh, Shepard. I can't get into that one. <laughs> Facebook is acting crazy right now. But, yeah. Well, you might may find me here on my birthday. If Nala agrees to do... Matter of fact, that's what I want for my Sing birthday. you happy birthday. I want you... A happy birthday. I want you to do a poem called Teacher's Pet. That's not going to happen. I know you could. That's it. Huh? It's not going to happen. Oh. I'm going to disappoint you right now. <laughs> okay, you can do it. <laughs> I do one. I feel I can do one. I know. Uh, 
Google. All right, baby. Be safe out there, and we will talk to you next week. Oh, I'm not in the truck right now. I'm at home. I'm I'm going to start until after my birthday. Oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. All right, have some fun then. You're welcome, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Uh, All right. Our next caller is Miss Noreen, and we're going to take our time. Oh, there she goes. Miss Noreen. Oh, 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 oh. Sweetheart, how are you? Okay, I'm doing good. Okay, and I'm, I, I made it through the um, Hurricane Idalia. It didn't come through here like I thought it might. Instead, it went way above, um, above, uh, way above me where I live. That's but I was really all pre- good. Yes, I was all prepared though. Were you? Yes. Well, almost it. Almost all, almost. That's scary. I could not, I, I, see, I would be in trouble because if I was down there, I would be that stupid person running out the door with their camera. That is scary yeah. to go out there. Because mm-hmm. the first time Jerry and I went through the um, hurricane, and that was a uh, hurricane starting in, in, in not 1904. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. Um, t- uh, t- 2004. That the first one. We never been in one, and we was uh, we we had to go to high, the school, and um and we were looking out there, and we seen the um the trees and the the um and the poles. Wow! And um, we was watching it from the inside. It was it was scary. Wow. Hey, how are you and the horse doing? Do, um, I haven't really been out there. Well, I, the horse uh, was out here, but it wouldn't even pay me no mind. It was so busy eating when I called <laughs> and called da- when I said, hello, Daddy. But it was just too busy eating. And, um And I want to thank um, Larry. Um, I'm uh, watching for that girl because more and more that is going on now. I know, right? That's awesome. And that's why I'm glad they had that movie called Sound of Freedom. I'm going to wait till it goes online and I'll watch it. Very cool. Yes. Well, I'm excited to know the wonderful pieces of artistic poetry masterpieces that you are going to share with us this evening. Okay. For for Gary, um, um well I, I don't have no masterpiece, but I got Gary's. Okay. Those are masterpieces? Yes, Gary Jizz, yes, Gary Jizz. Gary Jizz And so are yours. So are yours. They are. They are. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Thank of you. They are. You're welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you. That that means a lot to me. Thank you. Okay. You're and welcome, first, baby. Okay. And first one I got of Gary's is now and forever our love. I'll never be lonely as long as I can kiss her good night. I'll never be lonely 
as long as she kisses me good morning. The days of our lives are full of fun, love, and laughter. We talk and play and tease and love each other from morning to night. Most days we work and help each other. We seldom ever fight. If we do, we give our love for each other to make it right. Yes, she has her opinions, and I have mine. The one thing that never changes, I have her love, and she has mine. The end. Ah. Okay. And I love next, that one. That's one of my favorites. Yes, mine too. I love it. Okay. And the next one is called he, um, Florida Hurricanes 2004. Okay. Just got paid today. First came Charlie, then came Francis, and here comes Ivan. Then we have the aftermath. What comes next? History, we hope. I am broke. The end. <laughs> I love it. Me too. <laughs> yep. And um, and I and I had one I wrote about Hurricane Charlie. What experience we was, but I had to look for it. So it was getting late, and I want to call in. So I'll read. Maybe I hope I can read that next week. Okay. And for tonight, I have a mine. Is called um, be a friend. Look around you. There's someone who needs a friend, and let it be you. Sit for a while and listen to him, for he might be on the brink. You could be the one who saved him from hell. Give him moral support. Give him some guidance and be there. You won't regret it. Give him ink and paper to put... Uh-oh. The, okay. To put his heart... To pour his heart out, whether it's in words or drawing. Go ahead and cry. Let him air out what's going on, and and now let's drink to a new beginnings and breakthrough. God bless you, my friend. Now say a prayer. The end. Ah, that's a good poem. Okay, thank that's you. That's a good message. You're very oh, welcome. Yes. Okay, and um, okay, and um, I um, I have um, next one is is my. I wrote a Viator poetic form, and this is the first one. I think that's the only one I ever wrote, is a Viator. Okay, um, it's called It Seems in the Dark. It seems in the dark. Oh, can't you hear it? The sound of the stars, so full of life and full of energy. It seems in the dark, heavenly, beautiful, and loving sound. Capture it with your video if you can. It seems in the dark. Go now and listen. Is it a star singing or is it my Gary? Hurry before it's too late. It seems in the dark. The end. Hmm. It's always your Gary. Yes. That was beautiful, Noreen. Okay, thank you. You're very okay. welcome. Okay. And, um, What's the and other you one can, you wanted to read? Oh, that I that was my both of them. I read two. That's okay. But that's okay. What was the other one? I want to hear it. Oh, the other the other one I had to um, buy, I still I'm still looking for it, so I'll have it um, should have it next week. 
Is that the hurricane well, I wanna, Charlie? I want to hear. I want to hear another one anyway. Okay, I'll find one. Okay. Okay. Have you started your uh, conversations over coffee palms yet? Oh, not yet. I'm sorry. I I had got some. I'm sorry. I haven't started Don't that be sorry. yet. You can do. You can do them whenever you want to do them. I just was just wondering if you had. Okay. Okay. Thank you. No, I haven't started it yet. Mm-hmm. But it's always in my mind to start. Okay. Okay, and and this one um, is called No Lament. I do not want to lament over you anymore. I want to be happy. We were bl- we were blessed by God to be together for nigh 21 years and almost 11 years as husband and wife. We were truly blessed with love. Some will never know that that abundant feeling. You will always be my jewel. I'll cherish our love and our memories. We will always resemble the two lovebirds, the dove. I am so grateful for that. I miss you so much. I know God is taking care of you. I love you with all my heart. You'll be my view. Okay. You you'll be my um view. Be my teddy bear darling forever and more. I will never say goodbye. Please stay by my side. Now let us pick a dapper deal. The end. Oh. Were daffodils special to you? Yes, yes, cause, um, because um, uh, daffodils or daisies, because we have them in our yard, a uh, wild, and um, he would pick them for me. When, and I'd rather have him pick um, wildflowers for me in the yard and then get it from the store. Right. Or, or, yes. <laughs> I tell guys that all the time. Walking into the walking into the house after work and putting a dandelion that you've picked out of the yard and tucking it behind her ear will mean more to her than than a dozen roses. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Men think women are complicated when we're really, really, really not. No, no. It's just simple. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. All right, sweetheart, that was incredible. I'm really glad you shared those. And I love knowing okay. about the daisies. Okay, thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. Okay. And um, you can find us on um, all our books on Amazon.com. But if you want a signed copy, you can get it from me directly, or you can go on uh, on our um, ko-fi.com front slash Gary and Noreen and you can um order a copy of our um of our um of our um books um signed copy. And um you can you find a lot of things on there too. And you can find our official website at Gary and Noreen Snyder wait, Gary and Noreen Snyder uh dot wix dot com front slash poetry and you can find Gary on um, uh, ReverbNation.com, Facebook.com, PoetryPoem.com. And you can find me on um, ReverbNation.com. Um, 
Oh, Facebook.com. Um, uh, PoetryPoem.com. And um, you can also find me on um, the Poetry Club on Facebook, a group. And you can, um, I have um, over, um, hun- oh, oh, I forgot now, 128,000, no, 100 and, no, I forgot now. Anyway, um, it's a private <laughs> group now. It's private group because I have too, too many um, porn and too many spams getting in there. And um, and then um, and you can find me on every Saturday night at 5 o'clock doing the um, the Poetry Club Saturday night show. And you can also um, the if you any I'm doing the I'm do, um, I'm hosting the Poetry Club joins. 100,000 Poets for Change, 2023, and Max Lynette, a poetess, is going to be my um, co-host. We're going to host together, and I'm going to, we're going to do this every year, and it's going to be September 30th. If anybody wants to join, you can. You don't have to be a poet. You can be a poet, photographer, artist, singer, musician, um, anything like that. And um, and and the theme is peace. Wait, peace justice and sustainability and then you can find us on here too and um have a chat with poet noreen will resume in october and i already have a guest uh, the um daryl daryl howland check that's very cool that's gonna be great yes yes Wonderful. All right, Noreen, thank you so much, sweetheart. And uh, keep us posted. Make sure you put up those links for us, okay? Okay, I will. Okay. All right, honey. Oh, and I still owe you the pictures of the horse. I mean, the 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 uh, video of me and the horse. And I, I got it off my um, get it off my my security camera still. And I still owe you about the pictures of the um the lawnmower. And I owe um um. Uh, Martha, them photos too, and the poem I'm going to send to you too. I got to do all that yet. <laughs> when you have time, there's no hurry, honey. Okay, okay. And I'm hope to get back into writing poems instead, like every now and then. I want to get back into it, really start writing it. But it's, I got so much going on. It should, um, it should, um, well, I'm going to try to take, I just want to take time out and write poetry. I want to get into that one about me and Gary sit talking, the, um, have a cup of coffee, the moment. Conversations over that. coffee. Yes. Yep. Conversations over coffee, yes. I want to get into that <laughs> because I'm looking forward to it. That'll be fun. That'll be yes, fun, Yes, it will. Yes. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. And okay, you're very welcome. And we will talk to you next week. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right, hon. Okay, and thank you for having. Okay, good. Have a good night. You're welcome. A good night. Okay, our last caller for the evening. Evening, evening (laughs) is area code. Oh, it looks like is that Kurt? No. Who is this? Oma. Eight three two. You're on the air. Uma, my darling. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Hello, all. It is so good to so, hear from you. I heard you were having problems getting into your Facebook. Yes, I I don't know. Uh, I have some issues which I have to work on, but meanwhile I have this poem, if it is okay. And uh, In fact, I have two of them, but I don't think I have time for two of them. But if you allow, I will, or else I will. Go ahead, honey. Because I meant to be reading, but then, you know, Okay, um, remember, uh, Kaun, I put it in a comment, and then uh, you asked something, and then I said, uh, honey, I'm home. Then I said, Kaun. Kaun is, in Hindi, it means cool. So on that, based on that, I wrote a poem at the time, so I thought if I can read it now. And it is, uh, okay, I asked back. They wanted to hear who is it that listens as they can enter the world of people from a midnight blue drive through the star-studded heavens, bringing joy amidst eagerness, anxiety, and desperation. Yes, it brings joy to see people from all three worlds. With all three types, past, present, and future, their lives, turnings, taking them up and down, passing through turmoils and turbulences, still wishing to find peace as the numerous things they come across are just a ray of hope of past lives into hopes of future with present work and worship. I guess you are that who has always been or who have been always K, constant in my life. That was that was wonderful. So I have this other poem, if uh, I may be permitted, or I can come back later too. Nope, I'm going to keep my comments short so that you have time to read both. Please go ahead. Okay. Inspired by a ray of hope and spirit. Um, here I request you to understand when I say ray what it actually means. But by the time I complete it, perhaps I'll be able to remind you what a ray is. It's that time in your life, you ain't never going to matter to anyone anymore, anytime. It's that type of a life where it doesn't matter where you've been all day long, not all night through. You ought to love yourself just as your neighbor and spend your two cents in making life just a little better than what you have seen, where you have been, and make it a little more loving for one to dwell. Not the same old, same old dump of a day. Every, mi- every minute matters if you take it into account of what you give. Less trash and more matter. Then you have, oh yes, you have. Of course you have always lived your life. A little more sweeter, a little more hotter, a little more zestier than what your people might know of you by trying a little more brighter with laughter and happiness, sans ignorance and annoyance. So you may just keep on being you alive. (laughs) You're getting love in the chat room, by the way. Robbie's in there. 
Robbie's in there sending you loves and tossing roses. <laughs> oh, I made it out to you all, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, it's so good to hear from you. It's been a while. I know you get busy, and I know that you have a life, but, man, I sure like it when you make time for us, hon. Well, many things are happening. Life is going, so... Uh, and now I am a grandmother, by the way. Wow. <laughs> made, me, made me choke on my grape. Congratulations. <laughs> a boy or a girl? It's a grandson. I'm not saying anything else because is. I don't have permission to say anything else. Well, but congratulations on that. I'm excited for you. I bet you're just ecstatic. I am. You bet I am. More so because I'm yet to see him and hold him and look at him, but he cools. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. I'm excited for the new baby. I'm excited that we got to hear your poems. I'm excited you're doing well. Absolutely, and uh, I'm excited to be here, hearing you all and being able to share my poetry once again. But I just want to ask one thing. Do my Uh lines really make, please be honest to the bone, whether they make any sense or not? Are they even poetry? I have have always told you that, and I know that you, I think that you doubt your talent, but I don't think that you understand how powerful your poetry really is. And, I, you know, I've always teased around and joked and, you know, said you're my female roomie. But there's a reason I say that is because you've got this beautiful, gentle way of writing about the world that is astounding. And you are a much better poet than you will ever realize, I think. And and I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't have been, I couldn't have stayed on the air this long if I, you know, if, if, if I wasn't honest with people. I mean, I don't give false compliments. Do I like every single poem that ever comes on the air? Not every single poem, but it doesn't matter if I like it or not or, or if I agree with the topic or anything like that. My job is to listen to the poet. My job is to hear what they're trying to say, to listen to what they're putting together, and enjoy that and learn from them and be inspired by them. And, you know, I couldn't do that if I wasn't honest. So when I tell you what I think about your poems, when I tell you what your poetry means to me and how it touches me and how beautiful I think it is, it is absolutely 100% genuine and sincere. It is incredible. You are an incredible (laughs) writer. Thank you. Thank you all. And when I say ray of hope and spirit, did you get what I meant by ray? I I didn't catch that last part. I'm sorry. Yeah, did did you get the meaning of the title that I used, inspired by a ray of hope and spirit? I was watching you... a movie, actually. I was trying to watch a movie, and it's called Ray. 
It's you're kind of cutting out. I can't. I can't understand. I can't understand everything you're saying. You're kind of cutting out. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, the movie was about uh, Charles, Ray Charles, and um, mm-hmm. the music was going on. Just as a, the very first music note, musical notes that I heard, that has inspired me to write these down. Just the way I was hearing the music. I don't know if somebody thinks that it may it may be a song. I don't know, but. The music has inspired me to write it in this way. I, I, I don't think I would have evolved if I did not hear the music. I find music really inspiring, too. And uh, I mean, to... Charles, Jay Charles' music just touches the heart. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to have to go listen to it. You know that, right? <laughs> we all have to do. <laughs> yes, yeah. we do. Thank you all. All right, and, uh, Uma. Where Tell everyone again me. how to find you, honey. Okay, there is this blog by name Poetry by uh, com, and another one, uh, My Poetry by com, uh, or rather, um, you can look up for Uma Gigi, you'd find my name somewhere. Somebody may be, kind people may be mentioning me somewhere. Uh, or else, I'm always here once in a while on Naila Alicia's program, and I'll I'll be there online sometimes with my poetry, uh, not recitation, but just uh, sharing the blogs on Facebook. So now I don't know if I can access my Facebook page or not, but once I do, I will be there again. Uma Gigi. Signing Perfect. Great job, sweetheart. Love you dearly, and I'm glad you were able to call in. And thank you, thank you for closing out the show so beautifully. <laughs> thank you all. You make my good day. night, honey. Good night. <laughs> Love you dearly. Thank you. Lovely. All right, everyone. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I am very excited to have been here with you guys tonight. It was a fantastic evening. You guys were amazing as always, and. Um, can't wait to see what you guys are up to this week when you come back to read next week. So I am going to close the show with a piece by Brian Ellis called Shopping Carts. And go out and have fun, poets. Go out and write. Good night, everybody. It started as a game of communist soccer. Communist soccer is when you and your friends stand around a shopping cart volleying the ball back and forth, eventually getting it in a basket. In communist soccer, when one person gets it in the basket, everyone does. We had the energy, we had the night, we had each other, we had a problem. We were way too good at this, so we did the most obvious thing. We stacked another shopping cart on top of the one we already had, but a hot minute later we were popping the ball in every other slap of the ankle. By the time we lifted that third cart into the air, we knew something unexpected was going on. Maybe even something magical. The shopping carts. They were begging for it. Begging for us to pull pyramids out of them, so we answered their prayers. The logistics were immediate, and the mechanics came even quicker. We worked in pairs. Gathering the carts, lifting and attaching, deciding where the sculpture is going to go next. First, the center is upright, and then they spread outward, laying the carts on their side. The next layer rests with its front wheels, hooked into the basket in the center. You wouldn't expect how many 
ways shopping carts can lock into one another in the middle of an empty stop and shop parking lot on a weekday. It didn't take long for authority to come after us, and we ran, but not before we were given a thick, Hey! You think this is funny? Who's gonna take this down? Some lifetime dead-end job schlub just like me whose morning routine will be abruptly interrupted by something he or she didn't know existed. Our work was not finished. At Star Market, we erected an overflowing swarm of metal and carriage. By the dumpsters of Family Dollar, we reconstructed the scattered bones of commercialism into a throne of modern antiquity. We flipped them upside down to the ones right side up. We forced wheels in the handles. In the alley behind Toys R Us, we erected a ziggurat to the possibilities of shopping carts, it was what was inside of us. And like everything else, it came from the earth. We chiseled away all that was not shopping cart from the air, and the closer we drew the realm of the impossible, the larger it became we wrote letters. In the language of shopping cart, and they read, Wage Slave. When you pull this apart tomorrow, please do not let any weight gather in your shoulders. We wanted to put a little impossible in your life again. A little unexpected. A little I don't know what's around the corner. And we wanted to remind you of the necessity of magic. So when you pull apart these structures, sculptures, pyramids, remember that a pyramid has five points. One that aims towards God. And four that reach for something more important. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.